0: Ding. 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 captain's dog star what's dot up i'm comrade britain
1: and i'm vulcan gangster pat these are the voyages of the starship uss train, <laughs> our ongoing mission,
0: to explore new Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go, where Ro has learned before, Trek the podcast is here, one half vegan, one half queer, 100%, 100% communist. Communist. Unless we have a less left, is guess Patrick and Britton talking, joking, farting, and shitting. all Star Trek. Like our buttholes, the show is wrecked. Soy Trek, the podcast is here. So listen to Soy Trek right in your ears. Oh hey everybody. Welcome to the bridge. I'm Comrade Britton.
1: And I'm Pat.
0: The podcast is Soy Trek. The Star Trek podcast where two truckies ask themselves, Yo, do you think they make um like Bajoran nipple rings? I hope so. Do you think they got like a cool chain going somewhere?
1: Do you think the nipples have ridges?
0: Oh <laughs> now you're asking the real questions, my friend. Now you're asking the real questions.
1: Each ridge has its own little areola.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Extra sensitive. Each one is its own erogenous zone. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, my friend.
1: See, that's why Akira was into Odo, because then Odo could just make multiple multiple little fingers. He could just
0: melt right in there.
1: He could just make multiple little tongues.
0: He could just melt right into the ridges. Oh, yeah. Just like, and then just vibrate a bunch.
1: And then there's like a tiny miniature Odo, like going through the ridges, like he's on like a kayak. (laughs) <laughs> he's, like, he's, just like, he's just like going down and avoiding the ro- uh, areola rocks.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like whitewater rafting because that's what the cream is. Yeah, it's like the cream all over.
1: Hey, the water doesn't start off white if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know what you mean, my friend.
1: It gets there eventually. I
0: know what you mean, my friend. He's <laughs> talking about cum.
1: I is I is.
0: Speaking of cum. As you may notice, we have <laughs> ads. Don't want ads? Well, Soyagers, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs, and you not only get ad-free episodes, but you also get them in high-quality stereo. And instead of having to wait, like everybody else, for them to trickle out over the week, you get all them motherfuckers the moment I get done putting them up. Also, if you're super cool and pay us $5 or more a month, we mention your name. Cool people just like Dylan Lance, Dan Morrissey, and Ian Killia, Jonah Hearn, Jordan Hale, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savard, David Craning Sites, Adam Zendel, Cappies, Emma Glavish, and Electric Baphomet. I love all of you. Yeah. And that burp noise I just made. That's her newest patron. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to spell it out. That's just no. how it's pronounced, trust me.
1: And it's gonna be different every time you say sure. it. Sure.
0: <laughs> uh all those people are cool as hell and deserve a bidet.
1: Uh I'm I am currently I've just recently become bidet pilled. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how I live so long without
0: one. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it's something you can't come back from.
1: I know. When like, I take a shit at work, I feel, oh, like, no. I, I feel like I'm a caveman. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm evolved like, past this. You
0: like, just like look at the dry toilet paper in your hand, and you're like, who, who does this? Who like, does this? What kind of Philistine? What kind of uncultured <laughs> swine? And you know what it is? It's Americans.
1: Yeah. I've been actually retraining myself to not crap at work. Even though crapping at work is one of my favorite
0: things. Well, I mean you gotta I mean you it's it's, it's 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 on the job. It's just like you gotta you gotta bring your own bidet, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just,
0: like No, no, no. Just you, you gotta you gotta like take a you know, take an old spray bottle <laughs> like you'd use for like, you know. Putting like cleaning chemicals in or something, take an old Windex bottle and just fill it full of just like distilled water, and just like after you take a shit at work, spray your asshole. Why does Pat always bring a super soaker into the bathroom
1: to the stall with him? And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just getting everywhere. I'm like, I don't know how to it's crap over
0: anymore. The, there's brown water all over the floor after every time you take a dump. What's going on? Oh
1: my God, he has to be stopped. Yeah, <laughs> no. But seriously, if you don't have a bidet, you should get one. And
0: oh, absolutely. And if
1: you have, have an ability to give one of the patron patrons a bidet, you definitely should because oh yeah, it'll change their life.
0: Oh, it it, it changed my life, my mm-hmm. friend. Absolutely changed. It's a it's a real game changer.
1: Yeah, you mm-hmm. use less toilet paper. Like I just use something to dry up. Yeah, just dry it and yeah, you're off. You're good to go.
0: Hell yeah, it improves a life greatly. So, if you want to improve someone cool's life, you should do it for any of those people who just mentioned. Hells yeah. Or, or patrons. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I actually put just in my notes that this is uh, now a dual bidet clean asshole podcast. Hells yeah. Because you mentioned it, like, in passing last time, but I'm glad you filled that in because... Uh, yeah. Yeah, bidets rock, right? Yeah. It's something, I, like, you want to tell people about. It's It's the only socially acceptable way to, like be talking to one of your friends and be like hey guess what my asshole is super clean and it's like you, you could just never just say that but you're no. like so check it out i got a bidet you ever used a bidet and that's like totally acceptable to say so we recommend one yes That's it. absolutely um so we're, uh, we're,
1: now, we're now we're now going to change the focus of this podcast
0: yeah this is a bidet track <laughs> i mean this 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 podcast has always been about having a clean asshole at yes. least on my end i yeah, don't know well, yeah.
1: i've now currently joined you on yeah that. yeah now you're
0: now you're in, in the 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 clean asshole quadrant so the QA quadrant. It's
1: called the clean, the clean plate club. No, we repurposed the clean plate club <laughs> to be a very clean asshole. You could eat.
0: You could, <laughs> you could, eat a chili dog out of there.
1: Yeah, you could, you could literally just eat off my butthole. And it would
0: yeah. be fine. So eat sushi out of that. That's ass. right.
1: Oh, our, our our patrons are now called the clean plate club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. That's what you can call. Them.
1: Uh, I'm going to call you guys the clean plate club. All right. That's, That's going to be our little thing.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you uh, also, if you give $10 a month or more, you get full access to my Plex server, the media dungeon, which has about 15,000 films and over 500 shows updated daily with new stuff, just like nurse Jackie.
1: Mm, I watched all of that.
0: Yeah, it's it's good.
1: Yeah, I don't remember any of it, though, for some um, reason.
0: Uh, Yeah, it stars uh, Edie Edie Falco Falco from, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, The Sopranos and uh, Avatar Mm -hmm. 2. A little way of water. Uh, I also got all of Andy Barker P.I., a very short-lived sitcom that stars uh, Andy uh, uh, Richter.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
0: He had two sitcoms, both of which failed pretty quickly. That's sad because he's it a really is. funny guy. He's a very funny guy. Yeah. And like I was a big fan of both of those sitcoms mm-hmm. and like watched them in their original run and I was like rooting them on, but I was like the only one watching them. <laughs> like nobody watched that shit. The ratings were dog shit and so they got cancelled both within but
1: They're looking at their at their at their metrics and their numbers and just like it seems like only deranged perverts are watching <laughs> <Yeah, it's>, shit. <show." laughs> it's
0: like yeah, we're really big in the uh the uh, fourteen to sixteen fat kid quadrant. But, like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, you need to pump those numbers up That's why And actually they're, they're behind like The influx of High fructose corn syrup Putting more there More go. foods Like we need more fat boys To
0: watch <laughs> <Just> To watch <laughs> People don't know The fat comedians anymore yeah. we, need, we need to have More fat kids We need more fat kids <laughs> We <laughs> gotta fatten them up Like
1: swine <laughs> You trace it back it's all Andy Richter Like <laughs> yes. in it. And like, pit, like Like uh, Like going to the uh, Petitioning for the sugar lobby And stuff And we need more high fructose corn, corn syrups in every single food. Oh.
0: Well, like uh, Andy fructose oh, controls the universe. Damn. Got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> uh, I also have uh, Kunk on Britain, the predecessor to Kunk on Earth. Oh. Which no one seems to be able to find anywhere. Yeah, I haven't I have, been, a, I haven't even watched Kunk on Earth. Oh, it's very funny. Highly recommendo. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's just silly. Um, yeah, lady who does it, great actress. Love what she's doing. Really funny stuff. Highly recommended. Hells yeah. Uh, yeah. Once again, that's Patreon.com/slash/dumbidiotbs. That's dumbidiotbs, which stands for bullshit. But you know what else stands it? It stands for hmm. Brent Spiner.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Ouch! Which wow.
0: It's not a coincidence, dumb idiot. Brent Spiner. <laughs> he should
1: have. He should have been one of the first ones. If you think about it, it took so long to get to Brent Spiner.
0: No, it was planned. Oh, was planned. I have a list. <laughs> I have these timed. I have these planned meticulously like an advent calendar. <laughs> I know which chocolate is going to be there every day before I open it mm. because I've already opened it up and <laughs> taking, eaten it.
1: T- taking a bite and then put it back. <laughs> no, to eating the whole thing. <laughs> put it back
0: and then and then the kids, <laughs> kids open it up and they're like, oh, it's empty again. I'm like. Yep, that's the lesson. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes God, you know, you think you you expect something? God's like, no. No, you can't have that.
1: They should have one for, like, easter if you think about it. Like, Easter's coming up, and there should be an advent
0: calendar for Easter. But oh, especially you, for the three days. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And then you yeah. open it up, and there's a corpse in the last one. <laughs> or, or you put the corpse in the first one, then he's nothing. Not yeah, a,
0: a chocolate instead of a chocolate bunny, it should be a dead chocolate Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Because Jesus was chocolate, yeah. as we know.
1: Yeah, he was. It was chocolate. And then, like, and then of course, on the last day, there will be nothing in there, and you'll just be like, oh. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then that's, that's when you get to do the Easter egg hunt, which is when it's like, the more festive pagan part of the festival mm, yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah doing like the egg doing the the pagan worship empowering the uh <laughs> the forgotten gods the
0: the bunny the, god the bunny god of mischief hiding
1: well it's like uh yeah he like a...
0: he's a bunny who's dressed like an irish bartender <laughs> it looks like right i feel like this this is like the only bunny who you ever see wearing a vest I wonder yeah. if it
1: is because it's so close to Saint Patrick's Day, so it's just like Saint Saint Patrick or the leprechauns just give him give him <laughs> the um the vest to wear.
0: That's that's true. I feel I feel like yeah, it might definitely be crossover and people are like mm. well, you know, if we uh if we put a green vest on the Easter bunny, then we can have him out for like a month and a half <laughs> instead of just four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where are there
1: <laughs> shamrocks on that? Shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the <laughs> fucking executives at Family Dollar going you're a fucking genius yeah, yeah. Ch- where did, where'd where you come
1: from what are we gonna do with all these extra vests <laughs> left over in front of these leprechauns just like tear the leprechaun head off and just put a bunny on it
0: <laughs> it's grim dude it's grim, it's grim. just tear yeah. the bunny's head off <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's, a, a leprechaun. It's, a, it's a fake bunny uh, oh are yeah. the leprechauns head off oh yeah 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 where are you where are you getting all these bunny heads man i
1: mean bunnies i just saw like some video today on on twitter where it was just like showing like a rabbit uh give birth and it's just like just had its ass hanging out and just like all these babies were just piling out like, falling <laughs> out of it There's This a giant pile of baby baby newborn baby bunnies just just writhing in a pile it was disgusting <laughs> it's just like it's like I mean, that's where you get all the bunnies from
0: yeah dude the miracle of birth is really horrific it is it's yeah. awful um, <laughs> speaking of horrific should we get into it
1: yeah let's do it
0: what'd we do this week
1: we watched uh season three of picard episode four
0: five five wow indeed Ah, let's get picard in here Let's get Picard-ed ah, let's
1: get picard in here Let's get picard Let's get picard in here Let's get picard Let's
0: get picard in here Everybody, everyone Soy Trek, here we come Oh, coming Oh, it hurts <laughs> It still hurts Oh, I, uh Even from last time, my refractory period is still, (laughs) I still, it still hurts.
1: You just got to make yourself a blue-chew smoothie. That's what I do.
0: No, I mean, at this point, like, I've come so much that the head of my cock is just, like, even though it's my 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 dick is limp, like the head of my cock is constantly hard, mm. like a like a, a, a lobster shell.
1: <laughs> it's because of all the pr- all the pressure. It's like it's like crushing a coal into a diamond. Yeah, <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> you're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It is. Some people do call it a diamond in the rough.
1: Mm. Yeah, diamond in the rough trade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I was going to use rough for a dog joke, but then I decided against it, so thanks for picking that one up for me, buddy. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) So, so, um, this week we watched uh, Star Trek Picard, episode five of season three, Imposters. Uh, This aired today, March 16th, 2023. I watched it last night, watched it a couple times today. You just watched it for your first time? Yeah. This is uh, overall the 25th episode of Picard. Um, uh, 878th episode of Star Trek overall ever released. Mm. This one is written by Cindy Appel. Uh, Appel has written five episodes of Picard before, including three of them in the latter half of season two, and then an episode earlier this season. And then uh, Chris Derrick who was a staff writer all of season two, and this is his first build episode.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, and then we also have uh, directed by Dan Liu, who uh, also directed some Strange New Worlds before. Oh, interesting. The episode Memento Mori, which was mm. a good episode. Yeah, it was it. good. So, yeah. So um, yeah, and this was a confidently directed episode, I thought. Yeah, so, uh, also,
1: also well written, like. um, to a point (laughs) like i like of course like you know we had we got some you know people coming back but like it was interesting that that uh that writer is that's this is his first um credited uh writing role
0: and he well in in, for this series he's written for some other shows and Mm. stuff but he was a staff writer up until Mm. this point so just just kind of he's a story editor as well for this season Hmm. So one of those guys who does continuity checks.
1: I mean, the continuity is way better than it has been. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) I I will
0: say, like, this season, like, they actually do have explanations, and they're not, like, relying on fans making, like, crazy twisted charts to, like, prove that Gaiden was places at different times. That I'm Mm -hmm. like, no. Uh, Yeah, I mean. Like, at this point, like, they can actually point to lore and be like, hey, yeah, this, this is actually explained before in Star Trek. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, like the the holodeck thing from the last episode, even though it's dumb and it's something they should have fixed, mm-hmm. it still, you know, happened 20 years ago in this universe. And I'm like, okay, I can accept that some things don't get changed because, you know, some things suck. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you you want to you wanna dive right in? Yeah, do it. All right the uss titan a that's what we open on floating in space on its way back home after their ordeal in the writing system uh with vedic falling towards the gravity well all that shit if mm-hmm. we have to explain it go back and listen to the other episodes of our podcast do not watch the show <laughs> do not only watch it. only listen to us <laughs> actually from now on uh don't watch this show at all only listen to us explain it
1: it's like the, it's like the inverse of well just don't take my word for it it's like no, 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 only no. take our word only for it.
0: we're <laughs> we're your only source of star trek information yeah. starting now
1: <laughs> but only take our word for it <laughs> bum, bum, bum.
0: <laughs> precisely you get it you get it yeah um sorry so uh uh the Titan A is making its way back home uh, after the whole thing in the writing system. As the crew does tasks and instant LaForge struggles to keep awake as she checks the status of the thrusters, probably because the crew uh, has thirty-six hour shifts. Someone, <laughs> someone should probably change that.
1: <laughs> I know. What I thought once I saw her yawn, I was just like, "Yeah, let her fucking sleep."
0: Yeah. She, <laughs> like, like this whole thing can't take place in more than a couple days, right? Mm. Presumably. So and, and, and she's been working for at least 36 of those hours of those several days. And she like, she's back on the bridge again. Like how, how long did they let her rest after 36 hours? Cause the, you need way more than eight hours of rest after 36 hours of working. Like I have definitely been there. I have worked 24 hours before Yeah, and it will, it will break you. Mm-hmm. Like, like honestly, like it should be illegal to make someone work more than i'd say probably like 14 hours mm-hmm. like after that point even when i was like younger like your body begins to fucking disintegrate especially if you're on your feet that entire time
1: yeah and you and especially if you're piloting a starship like she said she said
0: hey they have they have system redundancies all yeah right? they have two people piloting the starship kind mm-hmm. of technically like the helm and navigation yeah and ops are kind of all one thing. They all kind of do...
1: Yeah, they see her just like, kind of just like fall asleep and then like slowly start drifting towards an towards <laughs> a, a asteroid. A, yeah, dressed <laughs> into a sun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: wonder... Give her some meth!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like they did to Nazi pilots. They gave yeah. them a bunch of meth. There's a great book called uh, Blitzed mm. about the history of Nazis doing drugs. Mm-hmm. it's fantastic yeah
1: they're just all hopped up on meth and shit and mm-hmm. they're not nu- they were nuts
0: <laughs> mm. they were certainly nuts
1: they were nuts mm-hmm. a little bit silly if you guys haven't heard of the nazis <laughs> yeah they're <laughs> silly they're a, little, they're a little kooky yeah
0: silly billy gumdrops all of them <laughs> i'd say a couple a couple weird ones there um <laughs> So suddenly Jack Crusher, wearing a Starfleet uniform, comes up to the bridge and begins uh, shooting everyone on the bridge down with a phaser. <laughs> just murking everybody. And I was like, whoa, what? What
1: the hell is yeah, happening? Yeah,
0: what, what the fuck? Uh, as a wounded crewman tries to crawl away, Jack walks right up to them. Uh, the crew tells him they know what he really is before uh, he brings up his phaser, blows the engine right off. does fucking blows his top off. <laughs> Uh, so the whole of around him and the crewman's face all began to grow like the same red roots that he's been hallucinating. Mm-hmm. And he hears like a whisper thing. And Find us, Yeah. Uh, there's, I don't know. This has got to be like the paw race, right?
1: That would be interesting.
0: I think it'd be cool if it was the paw race.
1: Yeah. And it, but it sucks. Like if they do bring back the paw race mm-hmm. and then like, so they have the changelings, the paw race, so they're basically bringing back all of the villains from DS Nine without
0: bringing back any of the heroes <laughs> yeah, from DS Nine. Worf yeah. is there, man. Well, Worf is yeah, we there. Got,
1: we got Worf.
0: He says. He says. It. He says House of Martok. <laughs> he says House of Martok.
1: But like we have, we don't have anybody. Like we still have Kira. Like I, I'm, I'm hoping we have some sort of like,
0: dude. If they, if they get O'Brien back, I'll suck someone's dick.
1: I mean that's the thing. I mean, like, I'm going to
0: suck someone's dick anyway, but I'll <laughs> yeah. I will I'll do it suck for that. Yeah, I'll suck it with gusto. <laughs> but
1: then again, that's but then O'Brien is also someone who was on TNG. We don't have any solely. We won't have any solely DS9 cameos.
0: That's true. You know what we haven't seen yet, mm. uh, Jordy or uh, Brent Spiner.
1: I yeah I thought Jordy was kind of coming in this. Episode. Me too,
0: especially because there was uh, like it, it, the description. Mm-hmm. It said like someone from the past or something. Oh, I'm like, oh, they finally have Jordy. Yeah, thank God. No. Uh, but no, that this one actually threw me for a loop. This was like, what happened and transpired in this episode? Honestly, a genuine surprise for me.
1: Yeah, I was not expecting that, which and like, a, but not a pleasant...
0: a, and not a bad surprise. It
1: was a pleasant surprise until it was a sad surprise.
0: Yeah. And then it was a bad surprise. <laughs> and then I was a mad surprise.
1: <laughs> a mad surprise.
0: And then I had a kid and was a dad surprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what they should have called, um, called it when you are the father on Maury. Uh, What? You know, Maury Povich?
0: Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> you got a dad
1: surprise. You got a dad surprise. <laughs> 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 yeah. Be pretty cool yeah they could they could have fired off some like confetti cannons and stuff they could have made it a whole thing and that would have gone well if like
0: oh that's that's the problem that's why they're having a kid is they made it a whole thing you know what i'm saying oh,
1: h-o-l-e boom
0: boom got em.
1: they use they, they, yeah there's two there's two other holes that don't make babies you can use, what, always use those
0: what are those
1: uh Either a, a a surgical stoma, which is a surgical hole that they put into your stomach, yeah, and <laughs>
0: it, it's on the board,
1: and your ear. Ah, oh, damn.
0: Nah, sorry. You can <laughs> you can have ear babies if you try hard
1: enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call, you, you know, you give them a thought. You know, a thought can become a child.
0: Like T H O T, that hoe over there. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying, my friend. So anyway, let's get back to this. Um <clears throat> so he's he's been hallucinating obviously mm-hmm. right so cut to jack is standing in his quarters phaser in hand uh so he just hallucinated the whole thing standing alone in his room it's a weird thing to think about when you masturbate but yeah. you know I, it, it, it works whatever just works just ho- hold, holding the the phaser to his face <laughs> and like you you deserve it you deserve a motherfucker
1: ah! i mean i feel in the future you're like, you like you're you're You know even now we're inundated with so much different kinds of pornography at Uh any time we want so he starts to get desensitized to certain things right so
0: he's got to use like the (laughs) deepest parts of his imagination Mm -hmm. because there's nothing there's no even even like barclays programs do not satiate no the hunger for for his violent violent (laughs) sexual urges exactly like he doesn't even want to like yeah he doesn't even want to like fuck a surgical stoma like mm-hmm. an open surgical, like yeah, not 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 even so. He doesn't. He, he no longer even wants to fucking open surgical wound. Yeah, he he wants to like phaser a bunch of people in the face <laughs> and then jerk off. And like, there's not there's uh, like there's mm-hmm. nothing within the fucking holodeck pro programs no. That, that no that will, would
1: that would send an immediate alert to some authorities. Of he some would kind. he
0: would be removed from uh, Starfleet and put in Starfleet intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, they take kind of, anybody. Yeah, they they have some standards, my friend. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, his shaking hands dropped the weapon to the deck as his eyes began to glow red, uh, which is interesting. So I'm wondering, like, his eyes glowing red make me think, because it's, it's something I think that actually physically happened. Mm. And so it makes me wonder, because they said that, uh, like, they're coming after him because of because of picard mm-hmm. and so i'm wondering like what is in picard that like he could have passed to him that would make him like have these weird hallucinations and shit although i don't know if the two are really connected but what it made me think of a little bit is uh, the borg dream that picard has at the beginning of first contact mm. and because that's like super visceral to him and then he just wakes up out of nowhere and he's like oh shit borg dream
1: yeah, but yeah, they're yeah, like that's the thing, yeah. Their eyes do glow red when they're possessed by paw race. So maybe you are right.
0: That that's the thing too, is paw Wraiths have the, the glowing red eyes, but like mm-hmm. also like the green eyes thing has always been used for Borg, and I don't know, they could have an update to Borg. I don't know, there's several things here. So Man, if uh, it's
1: the Paw race, that would be very weird. <laughs> yeah. It'll be it'll be like the D the like the the extra uh season of DS nine that we always wanted or eventually maybe they will bring everybody back i mean we did get like a surprise uh cameo today
0: so we did wired up Word everybody up. say that's that's the getting type of the, cameo get, we're talking about getting
1: the cameos and 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 from tng today
0: oh god i hope the guy from cameo is on cameo right hmm right wired up
1: <laughs> wired up <laughs> i have um, a cameo album on vinyl
0: that's awesome cameo is a great funk band yeah like straight up they they put out like a, a string of awesome funk albums in the 80s and 90s killer band killer band um <clears throat> so uh opening credits yeah uh this one was pretty fast this is like three minutes in something like that mm-hmm. very very quick
1: yeah, because like that was very high energy, high pace. Right. I mean, opening. I had
0: only come once by the time.
1: <laughs> like, no, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: So now we get a rog, a, a rog, a rog from Liker, <laughs> a log from Riker. Um. He says, uh, "Acting captain's rog." <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a Scooby Doo impression now.
1: Captain's Captain Rog,
0: Captain's Rog. It's funny because I did write a Scooby Doo joke at the very end of my notes. Oh wow! So we'll we'll get there though. So oh, Scooby Doo joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, no. I'll try to think of what it is. Throughout. It'll no, it'll it's gonna wreck it's you. Gonna, it's gonna
1: throw me for a loop. Oh,
0: it's it, it definitely will. So
1: or it's gonna throw me for a <laughs> Scoob.
0: So <Sorry>, Scoob, <laughs> man, that joke was funny, man. Wowie, Zowie. Uh, so acting captain's log Stardate seven eight one one eight six point oh three we've limped to the edge of the alpha quadrant and i'm not used to limp is what he says Whoa. uh to pause for repairs to our warp core and other essential systems still no sign of vatic or the shriek perhaps our return to federation space has offered us a bit of reprieve mm. So, now we have a chance to focus on all the other pressing matters. Like my, my are pressing against his jumpsuit, you know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Gotta let let it breathe a little, if you know what I mean.
0: (laughs) Zip.
1: And little dickhole goes, (gasps) it's like, takes a deep breath, like, sorry, I let you out of there for so long.
0: (gasps) Do, Do you think Riker's penis is sentient?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, do you
0: think he has a symbiont or something there? (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's something he kept secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he sought out some like experimental dick pills and (laughs) just made it alive. Yeah,
0: he's got uh, like a Rhino twenty (laughs) four (laughs) oh one. Rhino triple triple X.
1: Yeah, mixed it with like some alien alien rhino, and now now it has the brain of a rhino inside of it.
0: (laughs) <laughs> his penis has a rhino brain yeah that doesn't make it like a sentient it doesn't realize its own like
1: i mean it's it is it's it's semi-alive it it can breathe
0: okay and okay. think like a rhino i was thinking more it was like an alien that was like collecting information on other species mm. through their genitals
1: oh yeah that'd be a fun that would be a fun like uh fun little uh Like plot that they have, like uh, where they think like uh, Riker's compromised, but he actually just has a um, a sentient dick.
0: He's compromised.
1: (laughs) He's compromised. You could call it
0: (laughs) conspiracy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Playing good cop, bad cop. Like, please let me come. No. (laughs) And then the hey, let's let him come. Why not? Keep jerking him off. And
0: then there's a good cop that just doesn't exist because there's no (laughs) such thing. (laughs) There's no such thing. A cab. Um <clears throat> so uh Picard and Riker meet with Captain Shaw in 7 of 9 trying to figure out how a Changeling was able to get aboard the ship undetected or maybe two Changelings they don't Uh-oh. say that but I was thinking like what makes you think there's only one Changeling aboard the ship Yeah yeah I mean they they don't have any proof that it's all been the same Changeling right no. They just think it's the same Changeling mm-hmm. And plus they, that
1: would make sense to operate in pairs
0: it really would like it would really make sense if there was more than one changeling on the ship and they'd mm-hmm. have a redundancy and I don't know, just, just spitballing over here. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause seven never got the thing to the lab cause the guy vaporized it. So they never got a way to figure out who on the ship is or isn't a changeling. And I don't think they're even going to check for that now. Yeah, so there
1: could be another, there could be another, um, a uh, bucket. There could be, yeah. Also, like this is, I think the most changelings we've ever seen in one place. Besides, like I guess at the Great Link, but we don't know any over there. But individual unlinked changelings, I think this is the most we've seen. Like later on in the episode, I think it's the most we've seen
0: in one spot. I think you might be right because we're in four, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, and yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's an interesting thing, though. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So, um. <clears throat> Riker recalls that changelings could mimic appearances on site alone when he last heard about them, but not internal physiology. Seven explains that all new crew members had to go through an internal imaging chamber before reporting to verify that they were not a shapeshifter, which is standard protocol since the Dominion War. That actually makes sense to do that as mm-hmm. like standard protocol. And like,
1: But do they do it to inanimate objects as well because they can take the form of inanimate objects?
0: That's that's true and it's like it's a thing too that makes me wonder like why don't they do this to like all visitors on the ship I guess cuz like if they're really worried about like Starfleet members being changelings they need to be worried about everyone coming on their ship being a changeling because they as they said they can replicate someone on site mm. and so they could just take any Starfleet officer's place on site like by just taking them out and replicating them, and then going and doing their job, mm-hmm. it's not that difficult. Like, I mean, it is like, but like to be embedded for a week or two to figure out what the fuck mm-hmm. that person acts like and shit. But like, come on, like, I don't know if they really thought that one through. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, I don't know if you uh, read. There was a couple articles that came out. So, according to I think it was Terry Matalis, they had, it actually talked about uh, what I thought was going to happen: the conspiracy bugs being the main villain mm. of this, and uh, it was kind of decided like. Uh, that it would be Changelings and the Founders or uh, Splinter Group mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, kind of, m- like, not last minute, but, like, it came down to those two things. And I feel like a lot of this could be very interchangeable with, like, bug things. Mm. Because a lot of the stuff they choose here, I'm like, well, that, that is not necessarily like changeling specific. And also, yeah, why aren't the Changelings turning into chairs and shit I, i'm yeah. still not getting that
1: but also if they, if they do do the internal imaging to every single person like it would uh because of the because of the change lanes, it would be hard for the for the bugs because like the, they could see that the bugs inside of them that's true so like uh, so they're like oh the bugs are like no damn you changeling
2: <laughs>
1: now we can't hitch a ride in somebody
0: True. Yeah, so. true so so i mean both of those processes though so yeah but both of them could come onto the ship at any time through mm-hmm. anything a oh, bug yeah. or a changeling could like be transported onto the ship basically at any time yeah it could and, take
1: the form of like bottled water or something or uh, yeah or whatever that, or a you is.
0: know a jug of piss
1: or a bunch of self self sealing self sealing stem bolts. Yeah. Or be like.
0: Or a big old dildo. Those are, big, ah,
1: those are just self sealing stem bolts. Just bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, a dildo. Yeah. I'm just like seven to nine's like, oh
0: yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Riker's like, that's my shipment. What? Are you, what? Don't open my mail. <laughs>
1: Like the changeling's just inside Wrecker's ass crying.
0: <laughs> like, like, so well, you're talking about the other changeling that's in uh, Seven's ass no, like, celebrating.
1: Yeah. Someone in Wrecker's in ass is just like, finally, and it gets put down and like, time for round two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and his rhino dick is like, starts <laughs> sounding
1: with the same dildo.
0: <laughs> do you think it thinks it has a horn? I mean, what do you think the deal is with his rhino penis?
1: Good. Yeah, just like as has, like, has a horn, it's just constantly trying to headbutt stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. Headbutt. <laughs> uh, that's what my penis is always trying to do is just headbutt things. Headbutt it. Headbutt. <laughs> uh, so Riker thinks uh, that they will want to look into uh, like checking people for being shapeshifters, but he knows they will want something else. Answers from him and Picard about their wild gambit to save the crushers. So, oh, you know, they're going to be held to account by Starfleet. What's mm. up? T- time to go home and face the music, Picard says, uh, in acceptance of their fate. Riker rises and officially returns to command of the ship back to Shaw, doing the whole code and... Uh, pomp and circumstance thing shaw then tells them that he has already contacted starfleet and they are sending a ship to meet them right now and he's like giddy about it
1: he's being a little catty bitch he I is love. and it's,
0: it's pretty great yeah. i like him i like that a lot it's yeah shaw,
1: fun. No, i do love how shaw is just completely done with all their fucking bullshit just he is. he's
0: yeah he's he's a great stand in i think for anyone who watched the first two seasons who yeah. was like this is a dumb decision stop doing this you're gonna get in trouble, yeah, and then they get in trouble. And he's like, "Hey, you're getting in trouble."
1: <laughs> yeah, there was no in the pr- previous two seasons. There's no one in thinking rationally because that job usually went to Picard the, to be the rational, rational person.
0: Yeah, I didn't feel a stand-in for myself in any of the previous two mm-hmm. seasons, but in this season, Shaw immediately. I was like, "Hey, this guy thinks. Mm-hmm. This guy thinks. This guy
1: thinks. He's this thinking. Thinks. He's thinking more about their immediate. Because like that's all they do is like they think about." Their immediate needs. Mm-hmm. They don't think about any sort of consequences, which you notice in like in the previous two seasons. They just act without any sort of for, without any mm-hmm. forethought or any with ha- with any plan to what to do later. Yeah,
0: and, and, and that's the thing. Is like the only reason what they're doing is going to have consequence is because all of the information about the consequence it has has been obfuscated and held from all of the decision makers involved yeah it's really fucked up because like shaw has been completely in the dark about like jack crusher his importance fucking like i don't know it's 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 dumb yeah it's dumb i feel bad for the guy yeah he's in a shit position man
1: it's also like it's like kind of that thing where it's all, all the responsibilities of it will eventually just fall on his head. Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, his command ship. Yeah. Yeah, Straight up.
1: (laughs) It's like, and then these, these jokers doing their hijink shit. Mm -hmm. Come on, man.
0: Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, sure. Like Picard and Riker meant well, but they didn't have contingencies for all of the bad stuff that happened. And like people definitely died on, on the, uh, on, um, uh, on on the Titans so far, I'm sure, like, in their battles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, like, you know, they're culpable in people's deaths here. Yeah. To save, you know, a guy to to just go out into the galaxy on no information in, a, like, a encrypted message. I'm sorry, not encrypted. Um uh well, yeah, what it, it? it was a codec a codec yeah it had a, it had a codec with a password <laughs> it was compressed in a certain way
1: and that's a thing like just like just like uh and it's not even like a complicated password what was it again
0: oh no, it was it was very i don't know it was like yeah. firebrand or something yeah sort. it
1: was like something stupid it's just like what any any modern day Current, well, current day code breakers could easily get like any sort of hackers could just like solve mm-hmm. no problem
0: and uh, no straight up like they solved the entire mystery right there at that fucking in a bar yeah <laughs> like in the redress 10 forward mm. so, all right, <laughs> which fine.
1: which makes appearance like what twice more to the this, this episode <laughs> Glad like we get lots of uh reused sets again mm-hmm. which is really
0: nice yeah we we love that so Um, uh, Shaw turns to seven asking if she would like to face the music stated or unstated. And she replies stated. And so he reinstates her as first officer and taps on her shoulders, which was really actually kind of (laughs) cute.
1: Yeah, that was funny.
0: Yeah. uh, He then decides to step aside uh, and says he's going to let the three of them get their bullshit story straight, which actually respect. Yeah, Yeah. it was like yeah, he's he's being like he's being a jay. He's like yeah, um, you you done fucked up. I'm gonna let you talk about how you fucked up. Uh, Figure out if you can find a way out of this, but I'm out of here.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah,
0: like Richard Gear. They didn't just
1: go through some pretty serious shit together, and that they didn't
0: have to go through. They didn't have to go through, especially like based on what Shaw knows, they didn't have to go through that at all. No, no,
1: and. But he, but he did go through sh- the shit with him, so he's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, you know, you know, we went through something, but and I'll be nice and let you guys mm-hmm. instead of separating you, I'll let you get your bullshit story straight. <laughs> yeah. Nice of him. It's nice of him. Yeah, he's, so- he's, a, he's a he's a he's a hard ass with a heart of gold.
0: There you go. Yeah. And a hard ass of gold.
1: Hard ass of gold. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> But gold is actually a very soft metal. So
0: That's that's true. But I mean <laughs> it's still harder than most asses. Oh
1: that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah I am right.
0: Yeah. You and can more kick. valuable. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, i I'm, I'm excited to hear the hear the story of how he got the fake the false gold ass.
0: Mm. Like
1: and why it had to be gold.
0: That's that's gonna be an interesting episode, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So after shaw leaves picard uh tells seven and Riker that he will bear the brunt of the responsibility for for the rest of them Mm -hmm. which i hope he gets uh hanged yes that i really (laughs) honestly if they hang him if they like hang him with rope i will review all of the big bang theory
1: they, they build like old timey stockades and everything yeah
0: yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> they build the stocks they have the fucking executioner with the hood on and everything yeah yeah we should do it
1: <laughs> why they, not they
0: should no definitely but if they do that by episode 10 of this <laughs> i'll review all of big bang theory damn all of it every no. single episode
1: that's that's a safe assumption though though you know what anything could happen
0: Nothing could happen. That would be funny if
1: it happens, and you do. It's just like you've you've inadvertently guessed the real end.
0: I'm I'm a person of my word. Um, (laughs) Picard then goes to meet the Crushers, Jack and Beverly, explaining the situation. Beverly apologizes for putting him in the situation, uh, but Picard waves it off, saying that the important thing is that they are safe and they can return to their lives and that perhaps he could be a part of it. Yeah, you gonna be in prison colony, old man. <laughs> she ain't coming for no conjugal visit. Nor is Nor is Laris. She's no. she's got his own, her own thing. She already waved you off. Yeah, I mean she she could only take six months of that weird old positronic dick, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I kind of wish uh, you still had your mother trauma. Um,
1: That'd be funny, like uh, you know that movie AI.
0: Yeah, like I love they, AI.
1: They have that scene where they take all the robot. They have like the robots.
0: I don't love AI. And, it's fine.
1: And um and they're just like destroying them in a big. um
0: Didn't they like dump them in the sea or something?
1: Uh, no, they had a big. uh They had, there was like some anti robot people that would capture stray robots and then destroy them for, mm. for everyone. Oh enjoyment.
0: yeah, that's right.
1: And so that'd be funny if that's where they take Picard. <laughs> that, just like, that'd be good. Just, he's just like help me, and then like a guy comes by on a on a mo- on a moped with a uh, with a chainsaw and just saw awesome in
0: half <laughs> and but he'd still be alive was like, he would be i yeah. wish i was programmed to die about now <laughs> um,
1: how many more years do i have left he has a little like flips up a little thing like a watch it <laughs> just has how long he has to live five more years <laughs> no <laughs>
0: um no <laughs> So Beverly uh, apologizes for putting Picard in the position he's in, but Picard waves it off saying that the important thing is they're safe. uh, Yeah. And he can be a part of their lives, whatever. Beverly, however, doesn't think it's over wanting to find out how a changeling got past the ship's internal security systems and asks to examine the dead changeling who had impersonated uh, Ensign's foster and LaForge and that one other security officer that turned into meat puddle. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, Picard gives the go-ahead, wanting to find out more about Vattic's intentions to better strengthen their case with Starfleet. Just like, how is he giving orders? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, like, permission? <laughs> like... She's got as much authority as he does in Starfleet at this point. Like, Mm -hmm. he's a guy who's basically under indictment, and he's like, (laughs) yes, go ahead and investigate my thing. (laughs) Uh, So Picard gives the go-ahead. After she leaves, Jack jokingly asks if he should find a comfortable pair of restraints.
1: Oh shit, he getting horny now. Yeah, I think he's
0: a. I think <laughs> I think Jack Crunch would be a sub. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be like a, a pillow sub. I think he'd be like, he, he you know he's he likes the soft stuff. He doesn't want you know rope and stuff. He doesn't want like bruises and stuff. He wants those nice cuffs. He wants to be restrained, but he wants you like be all kissy up on his <laughs> neck, work your way to the collarbone, <laughs> down his little snail trail with your tongue and soak <laughs> that dick.
1: He's saying it to Picard because he's like, Oh, you're my actual dad. I just thought you were my daddy. Oh no. <laughs> Oops, I misunderstood. Ooh.
0: Oops, I did it again. Let's, let's
1: walk that back. <laughs> 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 um so uh, after
0: uh so Picard assures him that Starfleet was built on reason and that he could be persuasive if need be, something Jack can believe. Picard asks if he might consider a more honest vocation, given that many uh, rebels from all corners of the galaxy find their way to Starfleet. Yeah,
1: they'll put you in, in Section 31, an honest vocation.
0: Yeah, They, I mean, Section 31 chooses some interesting folks. Let's yeah. go, I mean, Starfleet intelligence in general. It does. We'll talk about that in a bit, but... Um, <clears throat> So, uh, Jack doesn't think it's likely that he'll join Starfleet and says that once he is done with Starfleet, he will be on his merry way. And guess what time it is? Hmm. Uh, Oh, shit. So, we're back to the 24 thing meanwhile aboard the ss lost arena on motless prime raffi is sparring with metal fighting sticks against worse kurdleth <laughs> this is one of those very modern shaky five cuts every second action scenes and it's both long and kind of boring
1: well i imagine you need the cuts uh because i'm
0: it's too two old people <laughs> it's
1: two old people who probably don't actually know how to fight
0: absolutely so
1: like because i will say like it does make um it does make Worf look very like pretty much like a ninja
0: yeah and i mean yeah it, but he's like a
1: 70 year old man
0: yeah but it's like <laughs> i mean it, first off it's obvious it's not him and yeah. also it's like cuts every every like other half second it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot to take in and i was just like disoriented i'm like no <laughs>
1: yeah if you if, if you if you if you if the cut if the uh, camera stayed on him too long you would see it's like Actually, some white guy with a mustache <laughs> doing, doing the stunts.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, have you ever seen um, Taxi with uh, Queen Latifah? And um, I have not. Oh, it's it's amazing. So the movie starts out, and uh, Queen Latifah's character, and if you know Queen Latifah, she's a big, beautiful black woman.
1: What's she been in lately? What's she been doing?
0: I don't know, but she's like, I mean, she's 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 generously sized. You know, yep. there 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 are a lot in that booty, <laughs> uh, but. So, like the beginning of the movie, like her character is doing like stunt biking. She's like a bike courier around Mm -hmm. New York City and she's doing like parkour biking on everything. That's awesome. And it's clearly like a little Asian guy (laughs) in a leather jacket. And then at the very end, like the person pulls up and you're like, damn, that little Asian guy is cool. And they take off their helmet and it's Queen Latifah. And you're like, No, no no like i can i can suspend a lot of belief but like like at least like you know fill out the uniform or the leather jacket or whatever like make it not obviously like a little asian guy yeah. like look, come on <laughs> come on <laughs> that's incredible it's really amazing it's one of the best scenes of all time in any best intros of any movie ever
1: uh, uh you have, you, have you seen uh i'm gonna get you sucka
0: oh, i love i'm gonna get yeah.
1: you, yeah <laughs> that scene where um it's supposed to be his mom fighting a bunch of gangsters, but then, like, it act- actually becomes, like, a white guy with a mustache doing karate. I love it.
0: <laughs> so, Worf is able to disarm Raffi and headbutt her to the deck, holding his blade to her neck. I bet a Klingon headbutt really hurts.
1: Yeah, uh, that's how Worf killed uh, that kid. Remember, like, he te- in a DS9, he's telling a story of, mm-hmm. like, um of like uh he was playing soccer as a child oh yeah and the um uh, that's when he learned like how powerful he was and compared to human children because he headbutt a kid and murdered
0: him that rocks
1: <laughs> and he's just like oh i am much stronger than these humans
0: that that truly rocks
1: yeah so yeah i think like i mean i guess if he was like you probably just did a little tap to her because like if you probably like really headbutt her he probably would have like smashed her face in
0: that would have ruled if he just gored her with yeah. his head <laughs> yeah. just like like yeah like concussed her skull completely
1: <laughs> and then he just joins the rest of everybody else doing their thing like <laughs> cool no more Raffy story because <laughs> because really like the Raffy story is so painfully stupid in compared to in comparison to the other story mm-hmm. just like it just
0: it drags everything down it
1: drags everything down it's for one it's dumb yeah, just on its face, dumb.
0: So it, it's not just dumb, like, and I have a real problem with it because it has bad values. It has bad values. It has like a classic Star Trek character who I know is his only thing is about honor, mm-hmm. you know, and he's doing a lot of like very dishonorable things, yeah, namely torturing people for information.
1: Yeah, cutting off a guy's head. Yeah, <laughs> you just that, yeah. That seems like it, that seems like, yeah. Like something that Worf wouldn't do. He would see it be, mm-hmm. as beneath him.
0: To, no, did, yeah. Did
1: he had like some dorky ass Ferengi. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't. And then, and then Rafi's whole thing is like, you find the most compromisable person possible. Yeah. A person who has drugs, uh, recent relationship problems, old relationship problems, uh like you know who all of her family and all of the people she cares about are and it's very public information apparently Mm -hmm. where everyone knows
1: that's why i because it was being was so stupid Mm -hmm. and uh, right from the beginning that's why i assumed that she was being set up as a patsy because she because like that's like the thing that that
0: that that would have actually worked i think yeah because that's what the cia
1: does is they find like, like oh my god yeah
0: if, if they would have like manchurian candidates slash um uh the undiscovered countryed her yeah. and like and made her like yeah like uh, try to assassinate someone or something
1: yeah like put, put, like th- like put the, like the responsibility of the portal attack on her yeah and then like go. and and then it would have been her trying to clear her name you know and prove that she isn't like
0: or Worf trying to clear her name or
1: Worf trying yeah. to clear her name instead they're just doing like the way they That would have been situ- better. Yeah.
0: Because th- then, yeah, she'd be in jail, and they could do the intrigue thing with that. And then, like, mm-hmm. Worf could have his own thing, and it wouldn't be, like, overshadowed by, like, Rafi's concurrent story that we don't <laughs> yeah. really care about, about as much.
1: Yeah, and them just handling this in the stupidest way possible. Just, like, the way they just do everything, like, s- supposed spy craft and undercover mm-hmm. shit is so f-
0: fucking and, and the thing, too, is it, it totally doesn't recognize the things that people love the most about Worf. Yeah. Like, Worf is so great because, like, one big thing is his comic relief, mm-hmm. which we don't really get much here, and they've tried to kind of, like, twisted, like, the beheadings are on Wednesdays yeah. thing. It's like, he was so fun because he was, like, this fish-out-of-water and like you know always trying to be a Klingon in whatever he did and everyone else was like no 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 that Klingon way is crazy man yeah um but yeah now and he... him
1: just like sl- like silently stewing about everyone making fun of him and yeah just and him just being like just like you can just see that there's like the cogs are turning in his head where he's imagining how to kill every single person in the room oh yeah
0: he's, <laughs> he's gonna bring a bat left to school in his backpack <laughs>
1: he turns to data you were nice to me don't don't come, don't come to the bridge today
0: you feel sick but that's not possible i'm an android i don't get sick trust me you're sick don't
1: come to the bridge today
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh Wharf has uh his blade to raffi's neck he warns her that the enemy's aggressiveness would reveal their weakness and that she could have sacrificed a move to reveal his, just like chess. Mm. Uh, Raffi thinks she already knows his weakness. Talking. Worf, <laughs> so, really? <laughs> uh, Worf retorts that impulsiveness, stubbornness, and short-sightedness were hers. Raffi resumes her onslaught, and Worf blocks Raffi's attacks with one hand and tosses her to the ground once more, making him look like an absolute ninja. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Rafi gets back to her feet, Worf suddenly sets his blade on the deck and goes into meditation mode, which is a weird thing to do in the middle of an yeah, attack when someone has like, a we blade. We haven't seen
1: this before, right?
0: I don't think so because
1: he does it like multiple times in this episode, and I'm just I, like, I
0: think he might have when they first met or something, but yeah. it, they didn't make a deal out of it. Like,
1: yeah, it was, I was just like, wait, why is he meditating? Yeah, what is like meditation? now. Yeah, is it, is it is he like is he part of like um. Is he? He joined Islam, and he has to like. He has, to pray. He has
0: to pray. He's like. He has he's, to like pray. he's like. He's like. Rafi, I need you to uh, get to navigation and tell me which way is Mecca.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to face towards Mecca. Please tell me. I need to pray five
0: times a day. <laughs> you need. You need to aim the ship towards Mecca. <laughs> yeah. How does. How does. How does that work? Is there Islam in the Star Trek future? Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we haven't really seen. We don't know. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of I think it kind of infers like all religion kind of just like
0: cuz they say like god damn it and like thank yeah. god and stuff like that but like i wish no one cool. says inshallah it'd be it'd be way cooler if they said inshallah <laughs> yeah. let's be honest
1: it would be i
0: love inshallah if I, we've w- white white boys we have adopted inshallah <laughs> yes they have. we don't I, we don't need the faith for that it's a no. fun thing to say
1: but yeah it'd be interesting to maybe like corner somebody at like a at a star trek convention and ask that very very uh loaded question (laughs) just
0: make them just make them squirm
1: (laughs) yeah like just be like let's
0: do a let's do a special episode on it (laughs) just just Islam exists
1: (laughs) in in the Star Trek universe
0: (laughs) that's so unnecessary (laughs) that's the most unnecessary thing possible and I love it
1: I kind of assume because they don't really (laughs) seem to ever also they don't (laughs) acknowledge Christianity really
0: yeah, but they do say God.
1: They do say God.
0: They do say but God. I, but
1: I always, but I, but I mean, we, I mean, we say God. But we, it's obviously like you know. But that's
0: because we are raised in a society that is highly yeah. like centered and based on Christianity. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if like you know, Muslims took over the world, uh, in you know that proliferated instead on the bridge, they would be saying inshallah mm-hmm. and saying like, oh. I don't I don't have anything other than inshallah that I know. That'd be funny if he says it instead of engage. <laughs> wap nine, inshallah. Dude, honestly That would slap. Honestly? We need a we need a captain in the nation of Islam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, one day, one day, we'll
0: <laughs> yeah, get one, in. one day in the, in the in the in the Star Trek future. Yes, once once we learn how to get along, <laughs> stop yelling at people on the street. <laughs> ah, gosh, so, um, so now Worf is meditating. Who knows why? Just then, a priority communication comes in from Starfleet Intelligence from Worf's handler.
1: (laughs) How many? Okay, like who is at the top here? Like who has a like? They all seem to have handlers. Uh, Handlers.
0: You know who it is. Mm. Uh, Chelsea Handler.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No.
2: (laughs) Enough
0: of that. Um. So. Um. Robots, was I here? Uh, handlers. Oh, handlers. Chelsea Handler. Thank you. Um, so 24 hours after Worf made a request for access to from Station, uh, his handler is hitting him back with a response. Uh, Raffi is impatient, thinking that if the attack on the recruiting center was just a distraction from the real thing that was happening, a bunch of as she says, terrorist goo freaks... <laughs> Are out there planning another attack?
1: That is, that's a I, oh, that was a weird line. Terrorist goo freaks.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's like just racist. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, like yeah. Wow, so I so, wonder so, why they're attacking us. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so, fucking goo freaks. Yeah, so
0: it. so goo freak. Yeah, like like <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm a I'm a, a large part of me is uh, French. What, what's what's a physical characteristic about the French?
1: Uh, they're frogs.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, terrorist frog freaks. Terrorist
1: frog freaks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are frogs. Yeah. I found out like I used to think I was like so much like Eastern European and stuff, but mm. then like my brother most of my family got like DNA tests and it's uh pretty much all like English French. Yeah. Lots of French.
1: I got i got 25 percent in mine more French? than yeah more than an italian which my brother
0: <laughs> we're i mean i'm i'm if i have to be from any country in central europe mm-hmm. france is the one baby yeah. maybe spain spain's pretty cool too yeah. i mean not historically historically spain sucks and historically france sucks a lot too but
1: spain's got a 30 day work week or a 30 hour work week
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, they're they're like a Catholic country, and the Catholic countries are so much cooler than the Protestant countries <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> like, you look at, like, fucking Germany, and they're like, uh, uh, how can we fit more hours into the week to work? <laughs> fucking...
1: Well, they work hard, they play hard. They go to the they go to the Shizor Disco and just Yeah, like I was going to they, they don't they don't, pl-
0: they don't play hard. They like poop hard. <laughs> <They> poop hard. <laughs> Work hard, poop harder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go to the Shizer Disco. <laughs> it's it's like it's like the, va- and the and like the vampire, the vampire nightclub and in blade instead <laughs> of from the sprinklers. It's just like it's just straight diarrhea. It's <laughs> <on
0: them. laughs> Like, hey, I just got a new bidet. You want to try it out? Oh, no. It's Friday night. <laughs> it's
1: Friday night. And Friday night, we get a little poopy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a big poopy we're lucky.
1: <laughs> That's the thing. Even Italians have bidets. Not the Germans, though. Wow. Not the Germans, though. Really? Yeah. Germans don't have bidets? Yeah, because they, they, like they like their poop. Like yeah it, they, I, they I like it where right I, where it is. I, so. I like a brown. Oh we don't vibe here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Viping <Vibing> is gay. <laughs> we we don't do that gay shit. <laughs> um so uh terrorist goo freaks. That's the that's the real racism here. Yeah. I Meanwhile,
1: we just called all of Germany poo freaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're... We're like, wow, how dare she call, call fictional species goo freaks. And we're just like, yeah, all Germans oh. are poo freaks. No, straight up.
0: Straight up. So as French people, we're allowed to be absolutely as racist as we ever want to. Yeah. Germans, mm-hmm. to basically all of the Nordic countries. Italians. Italians. Yeah. And of course... The English, the English, yes, the, uh, the In- I'm sorry, <laughs> I really, I really, sorry. that <laughs> ish, yeah, that's better, it's better, much better, um, yeah, you know, France is better than all those places, yeah. Yeah. and they've oppressed our peoples, yes, yeah, freedom, yeah, freedom. Anyway, um, terrorist goof freaks. Uh, also, I'm a goof freak. Yeah, I don't know about you. If you yeah. if you call cum goo,
1: yeah, we all love goo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hell yeah! <laughs> hey girl, you a goo freak? That's
1: why I do wonder, like how, how like do changelings come? Yeah, and like, where do they keep all those other fluids, or are they just? They're I'm guessing that. Well, I mean, they're just pure fluid.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. And is it like a special fluid, or can they add to their mass?
1: Yeah, and then do they re- reproduce asexually? Just like split? Do mm-hmm. they? Can they reproduce like? Uh, or is
0: it more like the movie Split, where they don't reproduce; mm-hmm. they just have like eighteen different personalities. Oh, maybe. And like a couple of them wear a dress. <laughs> yeah. And one's like a little eight, nine year old boy or something that
1: walks around on his knees. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That
0: was a good yeah, movie. That yeah, huh? was a good movie. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a really good. Was it James McAvoy? Yeah, right. mm-hmm. great performance from him.
1: Yeah, he was great. I was trying to remember his name the other day because I was talking about Dune, mm-hmm. and like I was just like, oh shit, yeah, the original the sci fi series had uh, that guy play yeah. leader. The second I couldn't remember James Mc whatever his name is Mc McAvoy McAvoy. So his so
0: name. you know how I remember it huh. is you know McDonald's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different from that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I remember everything is how it's different from McDonald's.
1: Let's just say he's packing a quarter pounder.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's a, You know, it's, it's a good thing. To...
1: Oh, big McAvoy. That's a way to remember it. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not saying I'm going to remember it. I'm just going to think of big McAvoy. I'm like, Oh, James McAvoy. <laughs>
0: so now whenever you're like man who's that guy in split you're gonna be like oh fucking mcdonald's what is it what is it it? it?"
1: mcavoy jane (laughs) big mac big mac big Big mcavoy got it so that's all about making those connections in your brain
0: that doesn't make any sense dude (laughs) i know that's (laughs) okay
1: oh don't worry we'll, we'll he'll come up again at some point 'Cause I mean he did play young young um, Sheldon. <laughs> no, young young Professor Xavier. He did. So like so he does have a connection to Patrick
0: Stewart. He has played a young Patrick Stewart.
1: And oh yeah, and they're both in and and uh play different roles in Dune. Ooh, so,
0: I'd like to see a young Tom Hardy suck uh James McAvoy's dick.
1: Mm. I
0: mean both but, of them as Picard though.
1: With AI you could probably do it. I don't
0: don't think that's like so I've been talking to people about like the the prospect of AI pornography Mm -hmm. Uh, just going into random people's inboxes like my followers and they're (laughs) like who are you (laughs) (laughs) give me your answers (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so uh to Raffi and Worf's surprise the request to access Daystrom's records is denied uh there we go um the unknown handler tells them to find another way before terminating contact i mean do any does anyone in starfleet intelligence know who their handler is
1: yeah that's kind of that's kind of suspicious
0: sketch watch watch watch,
1: watch this one be lore
0: yeah right it's so weird that it's like yeah like no one knows who their boss is, so how do they know if they're actually working to their own goals?
1: <laughs> That'd be funny if Worf's handler is Raffy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Damn it! What the fuck?" Yeah,
0: that, that would be actually pretty amazing.
1: Well, I guess we find out who um, Wharf's handler we do. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, find out who's handling one of his dicks. Well- <laughs> So, uh, the unknown handler tells him to find another way before terminating contact. Raffi wonders why they would be denied access and yet still told to pursue their target. Worf assumes this comes from someone higher in the chain of command. He accepts that they would be standing down, but Raffi refuses, uh, willing to break into the station herself, thinking that Worf had not sacrificed nearly half as much as she had for this. How 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 does she how would she know?
1: Yeah, she has no idea. <laughs> yeah, and really, like, she's also like, all of her sacrifices are completely.
0: they are things she already lost,
1: and they're completely voluntary as well. Yeah, like,
0: she's like, I lost my family because of this, and and when like it was clearly her husband being like, yeah, I made you choose between uh, your shitty fucking job and your family, yeah. and you chose your <laughs> shitty job, and now you stalk our your grandchild yeah so that's weird don't do that
1: yeah like with usually with this stuff there's usually like a like something that's hold over the over the person's head that's forcing them into this situation mm-hmm. and there's nothing forcing her into this situation like she, even though she,
0: all of this stuff could be held over her head
1: yeah she's like yeah and, and said she's actually compromising her family and mm-hmm. uh, which you know comes up later and like and that she actually really is
0: honestly and, it would be amazing if she like suffer the consequences if like some gangster just came out with like her whole family's heads on a platter and is like this is what you get when you fuck (laughs) with us like you know something realistic
1: yeah but i mean also the 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 gangster guys they have in this are kind of like
0: pussies uh, and idiots
1: yeah they're kind of less they're kind of written pretty toothless like you know like you think like you know someone and uh, that sort of role would be more ruthless but they seem pretty much like yeah you know <laughs> so we gave you guys a fighting chance mm-hmm. and we're going to be very fair about it <laughs> very
0: fa- fair and balanced like fox news yeah fair
1: and balanced yeah so fair i was balanced. like yeah it's pretty pretty interesting
0: super interesting so uh world holds a duck tag the knife to the deck uh warning raffi not to presume what he had sacrificed he reminds her that the Daystrom station is protected by a sophisticated AI system, uh, played by Haley Joe Osmond, <laughs> <laughs> that requires security clearance from Start Fleet Command to bypass. In that case, Raffi wonders, how did a changeling from District 6 get in? Worf concedes that only the Ferengi Sneed could have answered that, which is unfortunate because he beheaded him a couple episodes.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, behead first, ask questions later. It doesn't really work.
0: Yeah, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, However, uh, Worf is aware of someone in Sneed's circle. Crin. The crin Crin is in, baby.
1: (laughs) More like cringe. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Got him.
0: Oh. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so the kingpin of the Velashi crime syndicate who specializes in high-security infiltration. Mm-hmm. Super-duper. So as Worf and Raffi walk the streets looking for Johns to fuck them, <laughs> um, they suddenly...
1: diamond in the rough trade. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, they suddenly begin to clear out. Uh, Worf explains that uh, everyone's leaving because they destabilize the criminal element around the area and have thus become the alphas of District 6. I prefer to think of them as sigmas because he's like a peaceful warrior. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah It's definitely a sigma.
1: That's the thing. He doesn't seek out romantic relationships, but he he, uh, he he doesn't turn them down.
0: True, true, true. Sigma energy. True sigma energy. He's on the the sigma Klingon grind set, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's downloaded all of Elon Musk's um, uh audiobooks
0: No, I, th- I think he's into Andrew Tate.
1: Oh yeah. And he listens to Jordan Peterson. That's why he's like, I am, as you humans say, working on myself.
0: (laughs) Just
1: just becomes addicted to benzos. (laughs) I've been eating all this raw steak and all I have are fucking tapeworms.
0: (laughs) Have you heard about what they're doing in China? It's inhumane. (laughs) It's
1: it's inhumane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Raffi decides to go... um, to go with being the alphas in the area and draws her phaser and fires a shot in the air. She loudly announces that they're looking for Kryn (laughs) and that what happened to Sneed will happen to every one of them if they don't give him up. She gets no answer, so she turns to Wharf, uh, kneeling in the middle of the street, doing his, you know, meditation thing again.
1: And that's typically, you know, very good thing. You know, when you're when you're trying to extract information from the underworld, you do it very publicly,
0: mm-hmm. and then try and to have uh, informers
1: then, come up to you very publicly in front of everyone and give you information.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like, then also have your uh, have half of, the, you know, probably the the more experienced of your two associates do do midday prayers. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, he's praying to Mecca again. Uh, yeah,
0: he's he's got to.
1: God, <laughs> you, can you imagine though if like Mecca is like you me- know, in relation to the planet they're on, it's probably like oh, at, it's a, a, at it, like a forty five degree angle or something. So he has a, to be like I have to get on a hill.
0: Me- mect- <laughs> mectalis Prime? <Yeah>, Mechtalis <laughs>
1: Prime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm praying to Mectalis. There's a Mecca on every planet. <laughs> showing the wide reach of of Islam
0: yeah i mean you know allah got the whole alpha quadrant mm-hmm. and beta quadrant and delta quadrant and some of the gadget gamma that would, be, fu- he's, that he's would be funny if them. it's
1: revealed that everyone in star trek was muslim the entire time
0: <laughs> that would rule that would rock, that would rock. <laughs> like if, if just someone like offhandedly like just says that and they're like oh yeah i mean we got to where we are because uh because i mean we but, all
1: found the light of islam
0: yeah we, we all found the quran together yeah It's like, yeah, the, like, that's what all the pads have on It's just the the Quran.
1: The only music is Cat Stevens or uh, Yusef Islam.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Don't dead name Cat Stevens. Don't dead cat him. (laughs) Dead cat him. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, what, what do you do when, cause like his, he recorded so much music under the pseudonym Cat Stevens. So I still call the music he recorded is Cat Stevens, like Cat Stevens music. Yeah, I don't listen to Yusuf Islam yeah. and his music. I'm sure, it's I fine. I love
1: Cat Steven, so yeah, Stevens though. Yeah, Cat Stevens' stuff is great. I haven't listened to it in a while. I should. I'll do that on the way home.
0: <laughs> yeah, be all nostalgic about a son you've never had. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good music for that. Yeah. And just think about your cum. Be like, man, that could have <sighs> been my son. Damn, but instead R. R. E. It, it went in a sock. <laughs>
1: went in a sock. Wonder whatever happened to that sock? <laughs> or got flushed down the toilet? <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: It's clogged up the whole place That's why I don't use that bathroom anymore
1: (laughs) Stinks in here It smells like those trees are in bloom What? (laughs) The cum trees
0: Oh the cum trees
1: (laughs) I love cum tree season Uh It masks my crimes (laughs) Oh yeah my room smells like that Because the cum trees are blooming
0: Crimes, you say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, when asked what he's doing, uh, Worf replies that he's waiting for the ecology of District 6 to write itself. Um, Rafi muses that they will need a backup plan. He's like, uh, District district 6 is like a big pussy, you know, it (laughs) cleans itself. You just got to wash it out every day or two. But the ecology, you know. It's self-cleaning
1: like a cat just looks its own (laughs) asshole.
0: (laughs) Yeah, District 6, the ecology. You get it? So uh, back up in space, the Titan is met by the USS Intrepid, which is uh, a Duderstat class, and it actually looks cool as hell. It does, like it's a cool looking starship it's an interesting update interesting design but mm-hmm. i fuck with it like it, it looks you know newer than i feel like most star trek ships have looked
1: yeah and there's some really cool outer space scenes in this episode.
0: oh yeah the the cgi in this episode is gorgeous yeah there's some gorgeous there's some,
1: and they and they really do, and they don't do a lot of cuts so there's a lot of just like hanging on like the starship and you can mm-hmm. just watch it at some point and it's just, right like, really sick
0: mm-hmm Hell yeah. So the Titan is ordered to stand down, power down, and await orders. Seven reports receiving a secure transmission from the Intrepid uh, saying that they're sending a shuttlecraft with a security team. Shaw wonders what might be wrong with their transporters and uh, all an Ensign can report is that their security officer insisted on using a shuttle. Something that Shaw thinks is strange. Mm -hmm. And he should. Sean's got a good nose for something queer being afoot. Yeah. Um,
1: he's the only one that's actually thinking about things. The other ones like, that's fine. Yeah, no, he's
0: he's the only one who's like, hey, we're in a weird situation. Everyone's like, eh, it's not that weird. And he's like, people are dying, and they're like, yeah, but only some people. Like,
1: shaw, shaw, shaw. We all have have the have the attention spans of goldfish, so yeah. we can only we can only respond. To that's why
0: that your presence. captain beardo, <laughs> yeah. come on, guy. So um, Picard and Riker share some uneasy glances before Picard leans over to Seven, quietly telling her he might need one more favor. A sexual favor. <laughs> yeah, z- z- I, I need to put the zip sound effect Oh, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of zipping going on. And you can hold zipping it down and make,
1: make the zipper go as long as you need it to. Z-
0: zip. Yeah, maybe at some point it sounds like a bee. like a bee's getting horny it's like
1: (laughs) got them horny bees kind of like in the bee movie
0: oh yeah when the bee fucks the girl yeah bee fucks the human woman we gotta pause real quick i gotta go masturbate (laughs) and we're back all right we're back i masturbated (laughs) i can smell it yeah (laughs) No, that's the cum trees.
1: Oh, okay, that's the cum trees. Okay. That's the cum trees. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I saw some blooming the other day. It is, it is spring now.
0: Sure, <laughs> spring has sprung.
1: Um,
0: <clears throat> so, um, Picard and Riker accompany Shaw to the turbo lift, uh, where Shaw is humming to himself, rather pleased with how everything is turning out. Uh. Picard asks for him to stop and he apologizes, saying he feels chipper, though of course not about their impending discipline. Although he kind of is. Yeah. Uh, Riker reminds him that they have saved the galaxy a few times and Picard adds that he hopes that they will remember. Which I mean that doing heroic things doesn't absolve you from doing very dumb shitty things <laughs> yeah. and like putting people's lives in danger and getting them killed.
1: Yeah yeah it's, we're just like yeah it doesn't work gonna.
0: like that <laughs> like i don't care if you're like a good cop sometimes and like have helped people you, you still can't be a good well, that's
1: cop. why we, we gotta be afraid of like people like buzz aldrin because he has like a shoot one person get away with it like type thing so he could just walk up to anybody at any time that's true just shoot him
0: i would let him shoot me yeah that'd be cool to be killed by buzz aldrin
1: yeah because he's just like you know he did a heroic thing mm-hmm. you know went to the fucking moon
0: i mean what what do you think is the low threshold for being able to shoot and kill someone because buzz aldrin obviously gets a pass yeah I, I mean there's like obviously like i don't think even any living president would get a pass would oh, they
1: no all all living living they president. should be shot should by be- buzz, buzz aldrin <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like so if you want parody, if, parody, parody. So if you wanna sign our uh our our petition to get Buzz Aldrin to uh kill and shoot all of the living former presidents, <laughs> including Jimmy Carter, go to change dot org <laughs> backslash Jimmy Carter must die.
1: <laughs> parody. This is a joke. In Minecraft. <laughs> In Minecraft. <It> just, <laughs> If you want to Jane Fonda them.
0: (laughs) Sure. Uh, So. uh, Shaw thinks they might remember when they crashed the saucer section of the USS Enterprise D into a planet or when someone tilting his head. Towards Picard violated the Prime Directive, so they could snog a villager on Baku, or when they nearly wiped out all of humanity with a time paradox in the Devron system. And then Shaw remarks something kind of brilliant. He says, uh, "Picard and Riker have a real chicken and egg thing with like uh, big dangerous situations." Yeah, yeah, that's true. They 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 p- be putting their dicks on the line a lot.
1: They do be putting dicks on the line. Yeah. I mean, and it is funny that they referenced uh, Insurrection.
0: It is. We love a re- an Insurrection <laughs> reference, don't we, folks? Yeah.
1: Maybe you think, like, most, they would have just, like, swept that movie under the table.
0: No, I... I, I they
1: embraced I, it, which is, it's very brave.
0: You know, I genuinely feel like one of the only things that, like, the producers make, like, the, the writers watch is the movies. Mm. That's it. Because there's, like, so many movie references and a lot of stuff, and, like... A lot of stuff just doesn't really have any show references, which is weird.
1: I mean, there's some subtle ones. Like, you know, they had in the last episode they had. Like oh, no. Like, in
0: the, in this, there's a lot of show oh, references. Yeah. But I'm talking, about, you know, oh, Discovery, yeah. earlier Picard, stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like, it, it feels like a lot of newer Trek takes place in a universe in which all of the Star Trek f- films exist, but not all the shows. Yeah. So, But I mean, th- this has done a good job of actually like keeping show continuity, which I like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is uh, it does, I I feel it does do a good job. Like there is like, at first, like I thought the call like a lot of the callbacks, especially in the first episode, were a little too much.
0: Yeah, they they can be too much here and.
1: and there. Either. But I feel like now they've kind of slowed the pace and they're sprinkling them out a little. But mm-hmm. also could have probably used like less direct references in this point when he was like saying, I don't know, it just seems like it, he is just like reading the show notes. <laughs> right, right. They're yeah, j-
0: they're just like going through like. Uh, the the synopsis of like TNG episodes, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, that sounds like we could fit it in there." That's okay. Yeah, why so not? Picard says, "Those were the days." Wistfully.
1: Those were the days. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I think the song goes. Um, Seems today that, that on TV. See. Wait, no shit. You, you got see. it. Sorry, yeah, yeah. You, you you knew where I was going with that <laughs> yeah. one. Thank you. So those were the days, Picard says wistfully. As they round a corner, both Picard and Riker are shocked to see none other than Miss Ro Lauren. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see this coming, did you?
1: No, like uh when it happened I was I was taken aback. Like when he said Row Lauren like what?
0: so I feel like it, so it might have I been e- I think
1: I was eating something and then mm-hmm. like when they they said it was like what, like yeah. it was, it was incredible. I love, I love, 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 Ro Lauren.
0: We love a terrorist baddie.
1: Yeah, and like she was hot AF. And yeah. They and they had wearing that little like uh, the headband thing.
0: Oh, Maquis headband. Oh yeah. no, no. I mean, she wore that when she was yeah, not even a Maquis, But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, she'd be looking fine. She'd be looking fine. Still be looking
1: fine. No, oh,
0: yeah, she'd still be looking great. Yeah. Being in her fifties or whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they brought her back, like, because uh, yeah, I've seen her in a couple things since then, mm-hmm. like, she was in, like, that one, um, that one, uh, mm-hmm. that one show that took place in Seattle about the, the was it the killing?
0: I oh, think, killing. I think that sounds right. The killing or the, oh, the murdering.
1: The murdering.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't
1: remember the name of it, but I was like, oh, hey, because like, she was, like, the mom of, of someone that got murdered. I was like, hey, it's the, it's Ro Lauren. Cool. She is, yeah, she's. She's great. I love I love seeing I love seeing her.
0: You know what I just found out the other day, mm. cruising around looking at stuff. Uh, Nicole De Boer, uh, who played fucking Desri. Um, yeah, uh, Esri Dax. Uh, I didn't really know. I thought she didn't really do anything after DS Nine, mm-hmm. but she was like a co-star of uh, that uh, the, the Dead Zone show. Dead Zone?
1: Oh yeah, Dead Zone. I yeah. never watched it.
0: Yeah, me neither. But there's like seven seasons, and she's like in all of it.
1: Holy shit! Yeah. I should go back and watch that.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on my server. Yeah, Well, yeah, because she's a she's a cutie.
1: Yeah, she rocks. She was in some random movie. Um, I watched. Are you sure it stuff. wasn't
0: calculated? Can't be that
1: random. <laughs> uh, well, now I can't remember what it was, but she played a party girl, and I was just like, "Wait a minute."
0: Oh, the calculator.
1: Yeah, I was just like, "Computer." No, nope, I shouldn't say it because <laughs> you're you're you're, you're Yeah, don't do
0: it. don't don't say that word. I will say. Pooter. that word, is, that word po- is banned pooter pooter, pooter. enhance pooter
1: <laughs> Hance. <laughs> enhance um, i'm like oh that's Ezri.
0: so uh the crazy thing about ro-, ro-, uh, ro lauren here though is uh she is back in uniform as a starfleet commander as yeah. we see and last we saw from her she was still with the maquis Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she had uh, abandoned Starfleet because Starfleet was wrong in the Maquis situation. Yeah. So, Ro glances at them for a moment before turning to Shaw, formally asking permission to come aboard. And Shaw grants her permission. Meanwhile, Seven runs into Jack in a corridor and takes him by the arm. saying she was taking him somewhere they could not find him. Roe informs Picard and Riker that Starfleet was requesting them to submit for questioning and that anything they say can be used against them if charges are brought. Picard asks, or sorry, Riker asks what they are being charged with, and she says, treason. Well, It's the treason for the season, baby. So seven takes jack into guest quarters and she s's his d you know what i'm
1: saying i would say like we don't get a lot of uh <laughs> hubble, hubble. we don't get a lot of seven in this too much
0: no we don't
1: yeah compared nope. to like the last two seasons which is very seven he- front uh heavy like yeah
0: and I'm i'm kind of fine with that i mean seven yeah um seven doesn't belong in starfleet she seems to fucking hate it there she does like you know and she's also i think she's still like dealing a lot with with stuff you know like yeah she's still dealing with like the fact that she used to be a borg but she still identifies with borg but now she's in an organization who's like on site with the borg
1: yeah, openly antagonistic with the Borg.
0: Yeah, she's working for a captain who obviously doesn't want her there, and, like, it seems like someone just placed her there.
1: Yeah, and you think, like, you know, don't the captains have a lot of, like, say of who com- who becomes their second-in-command?
0: Literally, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they always have say in that. Like, yeah. Janeway chose hers, mm-hmm. Um, except, except I think the only place it didn't really happen is on ds9 yeah. because it was a political thing mm-hmm. where the bajorans were sharing control of the station and yeah. so kira was like you know inserted in that position but yeah, yeah. i don't know uh I, yeah i think they do because like uh on encounter at farpoint um picard makes it clear that he chose riker mm-hmm. he's like yeah he had the, the best dick yeah. of any of the uh the commanders so. and
1: and that the, and the fact that they had like two two different commanding styles and that he that he really needed to make up for his for for his deficiencies and stuff. no
0: no no, it was, it was two things. It was, he's good with kids, and he has a really nice dick. Ah, oh, that's it. No, he makes it very clear.
1: Yeah, he's just like I, at least in, I saw your dog in your and your and your and in your dossier.
0: In, in DC Fontana's original script, <laughs> at least uh, Gene wiped out some of it, which is weird because Gene's a weird horn dog, and you think hmm. you're. It really being into that but like in the original script there's 11 pages about uh the shape of riker's dog
1: <laughs> there's actually like some graph graph uh some graphic like drawings like some like from different angles and storyboard <laughs> story storyboard. storyboards of his dog <laughs> so yeah some like technical drawings so you get to see what it looks like from above from the side and from, from, from inside
0: this foreskin yeah
1: <laughs> with, with very very specific dimensions mm-hmm. and everything else and you know flaccid erect we got it all there and he's just like yes that's a very good dong <laughs> commander Racker. you'll do good on this ship
0: <laughs> welcome aboard <laughs> Come. I, I hope
1: you don't I hope you don't mind, but I've taken the liberty of of replicating uh, a facsimile of your penis. I've now ca- I proudly put it on my desk.
0: <laughs> Gold-plated latinum, Have you ever seen it before? Have you ever
1: seen it? <laughs> Go on, touch it. I mean, I'm sure you have before, but not this.
0: Ah. I've put it in my mouth once or twice. <laughs> Tastes weird. Maybe I could try the original article. <laughs>
1: but before that, you have to separate the saucer section.
0: <laughs> separate the sausage section from the balls.
1: <laughs> got to separate the sausage section.
0: From, from the balls. From the balls. I don't want your balls in my mouth, Commander.
1: And you have to do it manually. <laughs> okay. Very well, Captain Picard. I'll prove it to you.
0: Hell yeah. This is a series we all want. <laughs> just, just like a full two-parter of fucking Picard stuck in Riker's dick.
1: <laughs> Let's make that script and submit it. Oh, uh, we're getting the Goodfellas ending. <laughs> the Goodfellas ending again.
0: <laughs> just see a fish on the wall.
1: Just, yeah, just shoot us on the back of the head. <laughs> Please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Mm. so Seven takes Jack into guest quarters, sucks his dick, holds him down puts a gun to his head, sucks his dick and when he protests that he could handle himself, she replies that his father asked her to hide him, it's weird that everyone's just referring to him as, to Picard as Jack's father, even though they just kind of like met,
1: yeah she like- could
0: say like Picard, cause that's probably how he still knows the guy he yeah. doesn't. He probably. He's like, "Hey, Dad." He's like, "Ah, John Luke. Hello." He's
1: been his dad for all of like five minutes. Right. It's like it's a it's a weird thing to it's a weird thing to say. Yeah.
0: So seven hands, uh, Jack a duffel bag. He looks inside and he immediately refuses, but seven seven tells him it would be better for him to hide in plain sight when the security officers come searching. What's in the duffel bag? Eight heads. Hey, <laughs> it's a double bag. Right? <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about that movie in a, um, since I downloaded it like three years ago. Yeah, yeah good point. Mm. A lot mm-hmm.
1: different than I remembered. I tried watching it semi-recently. I was like, oh, this is somehow not the movie I had. I, re- I remember it being.
0: Let me tell you, uh, you don't want to get one hit from the double bag. <laughs> <laughs> that zipper hurts, baby. Oh, it hurt. <laughs> you know, it hurt. It chafes. Um, so... Uh, it's actually a Starfleet uniform, the mm, duffel yeah. bag, so uh, the same one he was wearing in his vision at the beginning of the episode, uh oh, spaghetti, like I
1: like how their their plan is to just you know they have his face, mm-hmm. oh, but they won't recognize you with this uniform on, yeah, and that's like it's like, why not just hide him in a Jeffreys tube,
0: yeah, instead, they're like <laughs> they're like, uh. No, you can hide in plain sight. I mean, there's plenty of other uh, twenty-three-year-old men who look like they're in their mid-thirties on this show. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of them, so many. All of them have British accents too.
1: Yeah, and like that's the thing they—they've demonstrated how easy it is to also change up, change your appearance in this and Star and Star and Star Trek before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, if we've had you know them.
0: Do you know, Klingon undercover stuff? Yeah,
1: Klingon undercover stuff.
0: Oh, we love the O'Brien Klingon undercover. Yeah, yeah, the O'Brien
1: Klingon undercover. Uh, like, so they couldn't even give him a f- fucking fake mustache and a nose. Like, just like make him looks like, like just give him like a very comical Italian mustache.
0: I mean, the, the problem is they've done that before and it sucks. Remember the the episode of Picard where he wore an eye patch and shit? That
1: was yeah, that was the worst episode. I for me personally, I thought I was. <laughs> What? oh my yeah like where
0: he's the like, only thing that could have made it worse is they like did a, a thing where it's like a, a big thing where they try on the costumes yeah and it's uh you know they have the music and stuff and yeah yeah it's a run makeover
2: makeover makeover, yeah makeover, yeah
0: precisely <laughs>
1: yeah, <like>, um, <laughs> uh, yeah and then of course like um uh what's his face is like over the top pimp outfit
0: oh my god Rios
1: yeah Rios I was just like this is killing me and then like the, the over-the-top French accent and I'm like don't you aren't you all like doing some like serious business right now like what's mm-hmm. with like the being silly why are we being silly right now and but,
0: we get one silly episode yeah. per season okay it's in the contract
1: <laughs> and that's what's hard about you know you have 10 episodes to do that are all they are all telling one story. So it's hard to like take a break from like some N- serious drama to do a silly thing. Let's, let's take it. Let's do a silly one.
0: Levity is canceled. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's one thing like, um, yeah, I, I do feel like there's not enough episodes in order for there to be like one silly one. Cause like yeah. Star Trek, I don't know. I don't think it, it can be 10% silly. Yeah. But I mean, if you I have, love,
1: I love a silly episode.
0: Yeah. But if you have one silly episode and then all your other episodes have a little silliness to them, I think that gets a little too much silly. Yeah. And so like you need to either for 10 episodes, just have silliness in everything and in good, in good comedy here. and Yeah. There.
1: Like a comic relief character. Yeah. Yeah. Something to break the tension a little. Yeah.
0: Like, you know, they could have done it with Worf, but Worf in this fucking show is dour yeah he is dour and sad <laughs> and like too i don't know it's it's whatever That's
1: because he's just been listening to jordan peterson podcasts and, um, oh definitely yeah he's just eating beef eating beef, beef yeah, and benzos, he's, baby. He's, yeah he's 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 a messed up place right now but he doesn't realize it he thinks he's getting help
0: <laughs> yeah i mean ever since jedzia yeah like well, he's he's gone down a, a you know companionship's good for people community's good for people
1: yeah, do you think he ever got remarried? I guess not.
0: <laughs> he got remarried to that hand, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, in sickbay, uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher and Dr. Oak condur- condurt- conduct the autopsy on the dead changeling, still in the form of Ensign LaForge. Uh, Beverly asked the real LaForge, who's there, to confirm for the record that the corpse is indeed not her. What? yeah that doesn't make any sense to ask someone that question it's like hey could you come in yeah we know you're alive at all but can you confirm that you're not the person who's dead in front of us
1: yeah that doesn't that that, didn't make any sense it
0: doesn't and so i mean but they tried to do it for comic relief but it's a joke that doesn't work or make sense so laforge's response is to turn vomit to which Beverly uh, says, Oh, I'll take that as a yes. I'm like, <laughs> Well, good job with that comic relief. It's just like, it's a joke that doesn't make sense. Cool. Uh, so Beverly reviews the facts. Upon death, most changelings uh, return to liquid form, but this one remained in its most recent replicated form Laforge, in this case. Mm-hmm. She slices into the skin, which to her surprise begins to bleed. She says the changelings have no DNA whatsoever. It's like
1: those vegan burgers that bleed.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> that, that fake uh, we, uh, yeast plasma or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like ooh, we got oh they're making bodies, uh, fake human bodies that can bleed now.
0: Hell uh, yeah! Let the bodies hit the floor, baby. bodies. <laughs> let the bodies hit the, the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> So, uh, the changeling has no DNA whatsoever and yet projected a blood-like plasma, which meant it could fool the traditional blood screening. LaForge wonders what that could mean. Mm. It's weird. I don't know. I feel like they have more advanced medical technology that could uh, instantly detect DNA and stuff, but apparently not here.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, they can always tell from, like, from orbiting a planet. Mm Mm-hmm. What what uh, what what DNA is inhabiting a certain planet? Or yeah, like what kind of like life oh, there's there. a, there's a, we got a Vulcan life form down there, mm-hmm. and amongst a bunch of human human other humanoid life forms, it's like okay, you can you okay. can disti- you can distinctly tell that from orbit.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, the, the gum. Oh, yeah, orbit, the, orbit gum. Oh yeah, orbit gum. Yeah, they, they test the orbit gum.
1: Oh man, whatever happened to that orbit girl? I mean, the 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 orbit. Um, you got work elsewhere. I don't know
0: what are you, what are I you, per, what are you, what are you creeping on this girl for? She's a gum commercial girl. I know. I, I, what? Whatever happened to Steve from the Dell commercials? Damn, dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> That's what you should be thinking. I wonder about. if they
1: just take these people out in, ba- in the back and shoot them. Yeah, like, well, that be humane. Apparently,
0: for he smoked weed or something, and so they killed him.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah. R.I.P.
0: But the the way they killed him was weird. They sucked all the cum out of his dick. And they kept sunk, sucking until they, like, took all the blood out of them, too. Like he
1: just dried up like a prune right in front of him. <laughs>
0: pretty, pretty much like a cum vampire.
1: Yeah. So. It looks like that Iceman that was found in, in the um in the Alps.
0: Hell yeah, now you're talking.
1: Yeah, just, like, completely dry. Like, just a dried husk mm-hmm. a bunch of leathery skin.
0: Yep. That's he was found with like gum him. in his mouth. Was it Orbitz?
1: <laughs> oh, my God, baby. Maybe.
0: Yeah, now it's all coming together.
1: Now, yeah, he had He had an early form of gum which was just animal fat and he was just chewing on it.
0: Huh. Yeah. So So you're saying
1: that the Orbit gum girl so went back in time.
0: There's a chance. <laughs>
1: gave 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 uh gave the Iceman uh some gum. I
0: think I think you have a shot with the Orbit's gum girl. Oh my god. Cuz this this whole thing <laughs>
1: Be like, I know. I know what you did to the Iceman, and I appreciate that. She'd be like, you're the only
0: one that's figured that out. She's like, why are you in my bed? Why are you in my bed? How why did you get you? in?
1: Where's my husband? What did you do to him? <laughs> He's tied up in the other room. <laughs> Look. I just want to talk.
0: I'm your husband now. I'm, I'm your husband now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my name's <is> Pat.
0: <laughs> husband
1: Pat. Husband Pat. Um... Your children are now mine as well. (laughs) They can call me dad.
0: (laughs) Or daddy. (laughs) Picard wonders how Roe could be back on Starfleet. Great question. Thinking that she should be in prison for what she did, defecting to the Maquis and acting as an inside agent against the Federation. Um, I hate, I hate in Star Trek when people are like, you should be in prison. Because yeah. it, just, it just speaks to the fact that they're still living in a fucking dystopia with, like, a prison state where, like, people who do crimes, no matter what, go and are punished in a punitive place. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, like, uh, when we saw uh, Tom Paris in the, the prison colony in Australia or whatever, it looks nice enough or whatever, but it was still pretty much just, like, uh, you know, like... Um,
1: it almost seemed voluntary
0: almost because like it was
1: because it was open air like like it seemed like if anybody really wanted to they could just teleport him out at any time
0: (laughs) i I don't know about that though because like he was only allowed to leave to go into starfleet yeah right i
1: I, I do but i do feel it was probably kind of an honor system type thing
0: but but that's the thing too is like apparently the only reason like you're allowed to leave if you serve the military Mm. which we see through tom paris we see through Ro Lauren now. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that that to me is, like... I mean, that, that's the same as, like, making prisoners work jobs. Yeah. Basically, it's like, um, you know, forcing someone to do a job under penalty. If they don't do a job, then they stay in prison. Yeah. Which sucks, you know? And so it's, it's a weird punitive measure, and I don't like a Starfleet and, like, a quote-unquote utopia that does bullshit like that. Mm. Especially when the Vulcans say, like... Basically, the only prisons they've talked about are, like, rehabilitation centers.
1: Yeah, they they make them paint.
0: Yeah, yeah, they make them paint and talk about their feelings (laughs) and, like, tell... Or
1: talk about not having feelings.
0: Yeah. (laughs) True that.
1: You have to paint out your not feelings.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, just draw lines.
1: (laughs) Uh, You you ever seen
0: Rothko do that?
1: (laughs) You drew a graph. Uh, (laughs) You're now out of prison.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh... You're making pop art like Shepherd Fairy. Okay, well, you're fully healed. You have no emotions whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Well done.
1: Hmm. I see a single tear running down your cheek, painting this picture of a dog. <laughs> Solitary confinement. <laughs> Take away his bread. Shoot him in the back of the Shoot head. Him in the back. And no his, co- dog. <laughs> his dog. Burn the painting. And the dog.
0: And <laughs> the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Rawr. 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 <laughs> uh, so... Um, Riker points out that it has been 30 years since, uh, the, and since then the Mo- Marquis became no longer an enemy. I'd like to know the backstory to this and I think they need a, like a full and or type series just exploring the Marquis. Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be so cool. Um, here's my thing though. Maybe, maybe Just. You know, bear with me here. Maybe you don't let someone formerly labeled as a terrorist into your counterterrorism intelligence unit, perhaps.
1: It's just just. It's kind of like I guess the same way the United States military hired all the hackers.
0: Oh, or Operation Paperclip. Yeah, or Operation. And then we just just filled our entire military with Nazis. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it's
1: it's it's a it's standard operating procedure.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know, Like, It seems like Starfleet Intelligence so far this season has comprised of a Klingon who wasn't in Starfleet, a stalker with addiction problems, and now somebody who uh, spent time in prison for terrorism. (laughs) Which I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're working with the A-team here. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's like, it's weird that they don't have, like, any, you know, like, lifelong intelligence officers or anything
1: that's probably because they destroyed yale
0: oh uh, probably i'm
1: sure yale probably no longer exists. this they probably nuked well, in a it utopia
0: from, we can't have yale. yeah
1: they nuked it from orbit so mm. <laughs> we have no more like you know like
0: every utopia has to have <laughs> yale so of course it's logical
1: because <laughs> yeah. the, there's no there's no inbred um uh high society freaks getting into mm. uh the highest into uh these uh, government, these positions.
0: Well, oh, yeah. So Picard is not convinced, saying that she was sworn to protect the Federation from terrorists, but instead she became one, and points out that the last time Riker had seen her, she had pulled a phaser on him. Everyone's always pulling phasers on each other in the show.
1: I know. <laughs> I feel like I do feel like phasers were used. I mean they were used in the original and like tng and stuff but i i don't feel as much as in just these three seasons of picard
0: no i mean literally every like two or three scenes someone pulls a phaser on someone else
1: yeah really there's only been as many episodes as a single season of of uh of uh tng there's only been 25 episodes yeah that's true so like And all of of Picard, and so far, I think we've seen more people die and more phasers (laughs) used than anything else. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, just everyone talks with their phasers in this. But I mean, they're cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can, I can almost understand just like you know how things change. You know, people want more action-packed shit and all that stuff. But still, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like it in my track.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. It's just like you don't, uh, like the threat. Of immediate violence from Mm -hmm. a gun is not the way you raise stakes no like in a in a responsible professional way like in in a show like that's not what people care about like people care about like interpersonal stakes between other people like Mm -hmm. someone pulling a gun on someone else is something you do like in a cop show yes that's about it yeah
1: Yeah, just like... Like, Or a spy
0: show, but this is trying to be a cop show and a spy show. And
1: it's also based in our current day society, which is very obsessed with guns. Which is
0: what I hate about it. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, everyone's always like... Or, yeah, it's just a... Yeah. Like every fucking scene... Yeah, pulling yeah, a like, phaser. Yeah, it's we don't we don't need it. Like yeah. th- that needs to be like a last resort, like when Guinan fucking pulls the the blaster rifle out of the back. Yeah, because there's a fucking riot going on in Ten Forward. Yeah, that's
1: and, and that's like um, and also like I've said it before, like how it's like the writer's inability to imagine what a utopia or post scarcity env- uh, world would be like, and just like we're just like don't want to imagine what it'd be like because like really like you feel like that would kind of sort of go to the wayside. <laughs>
0: It's like, what happens when people with, like, neoliberal values and people, like, you know, who have I mean, probably, you know, graduated from an Ivy League school and got a cush writing job through a bunch of connections and privilege. Like, you know, it's what happens when they write shit is they have an inability to see problems beyond, like, our modern day and, like, solutions to things we haven't even thought about yet. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, gun to your head. What do you do about a gun to your head?
1: Let's see how do how do cops solve all their problems? Oh yeah, they put a they pull a gun on people cuz uh-huh. then they don't try to de-escalate a situation. They pull a gun and right. And then like and enf- force people into uh, to uh do what they say. And it's just like or just shoot. And mm-hmm. so like I mean that's what we're that's what we all know and we can recognize because that's the current hell we live in. But Whatever. That sucks. It sucks, man. <laughs> it Sucks to <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it'd be fun, like, I don't know, there's so many other ways you can threaten someone than, mm-hmm. like, pulling a gun on them, you know? Yeah. That's Or putting a knife to their neck. as we'll see a little <laughs> bit later. So, um, <clears throat> Riker reminds Picard that Roe had always been an outsider, and that Picard had been the one to send her to infiltrate the Maquis, knowing that she would empathize with them, which, in retrospect... If Picard knew she would empathize with the Marquis, was a very dumb fucking idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm I'm gonna embed you with these people that I think you'll like. <laughs> like <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? I think you might understand their cause and maybe become a part of it. Part of it. What? Yeah. Um. So Picard says that empathy is one thing, but betraying one's commanding officer. Is another thing, which is true. Uh, he is incensed that Roe is uh, the one accusing him of treason. He's not well.
1: Technically, I mean, he did do a little treason.
0: He did do some light treason. Some
1: light treason, yeah. yeah. Like, it, I mean, I don't know, like stealing a star a, a starfleet vessel and doing some, and possibly starting like a, an, a international incident or intergalactic.
0: Integral, true, true. Uh,
1: incident like, I don't know. He should uh, uh, Picard should check himself before he wreck himself.
0: That that's a pretty pretty good idea, but he's he's incapable. <laughs> he's he's a privileged white man, so he's just going around the galaxy and be like it's my right. And everyone's uh, like, no. dude, do you keep on fucking up? He's like, but that's my right as a white man. I'm like, no, that's.
1: How dare you join this group with whom, uh, whose ideals you you are 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 aligned with? That I
0: sent you to because I thought you might empathize with them.
1: I was hoping to exploit that. Instead, you did the opposite. You joined them and helped them
0: because you believed in their ideals more than ours. (laughs) How dare you! you God damn it! You
1: should be killed. Go to prison. You go to Australia.
0: Absolutely. I mean, they they did. They sent her to Australia. (laughs) Um, So Picard is not convinced she will treat them justly. Uh, He had previously been a mentor to her. He made a bond with her, and she had broken that bond. James Bond. (laughs) So just then Roe enters, and Riker advises Picard to let him do the talking because he's obviously sweet talked her once or twice before yeah the rikers obviously fucked roe right yeah they
1: did in that one episode did they actually yeah but i'm not sure if they remember it because our it was the episode where they all lost their memories and um
0: uh i I lost my memory too so
1: (laughs) yeah everyone uh so they're all trying to figure out who was who Mm -hmm and um and then like and it was because yeah i think like Riker and roe were like arguing and then like they lost their memory and then just like then they all they were going off of was like their mutual of attraction of each other so then they end up like i get it
0: out hell yeah <laughs> that's, what that's what we do that's what we do that's what we do up in her bang, bang, bang. roe Bang it out. Bang it out. Bang row. Bang it out. Bang row. <laughs> bang it out. Bang row. Bang it out. Bang row.
1: <laughs> Gotta row, row, row my boat. The little man in the boat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gently down a stream, of that squirt.
1: G- Gently down the cream. Oh, bro, g- <laughs> because Rose on the cream team. Yeah, she, yeah. She,
0: I don't know. I think that I think that'd be squirting and creaming. Mm. I think yeah, she, we don't
1: we don't really know the bajoran biology yet. So yeah, I think she'd be. I
0: think she'd be cream team. In it could a, be.
1: Squi- it could be squirting cream. Or, or <laughs> it's
0: like it's like a barbasol shaving cream bottle. <laughs> <laughs> with the ridges on the cap like the bottle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just aerosol powered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bajor Pussy is the reason for global warming. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <clears throat> So just then, Roe enters, and Riker advises Picard to let him do the talking. Roe explains that the Titan A was under official security review, and they're watching all of the security camera feeds from the bathrooms.
1: <laughs> oh, pulling a Chuck Berry.
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah>. That's a <laughs> fart right there. That's a fart right there. So Riker notes uh, her tone of voice um, that their guilt was already predetermined. Roe replies that their cooperation will bear weight on their sentence. She elects to begin with Picard, and has the security, scores, uh, the security officers escort Riker out. Riker holds them off, going off his own volition. So Picard questions how a lieutenant who betrayed Starfleet and her commanding officer got reinstated, but Rowe ignores this beginning her official questioning on Picard's deception to get on board the Titan. Picard does not relent, asking how a traitor composes a Starfleet officer. I mean, she's an official. Like, why are you going so hard here, man? Like, yeah. I mean, you're you're dead to rights. Like, no matter, or do you want, like, an even worse interrogator, Picard? <laughs> like, no matter who interrogates you, like, you're not going to like it, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna like it,
1: and they are trying to uh, trying to change the subject as much as they can, which is yeah, funny.
0: Just be glad that you got your mentor and not another one of the people you traumatized during the Battle of War Three Five Nine. because you could just as easily get like uh, someone working for Starfleet Intelligence investigating this, who's like Captain Shaw <laughs> and has had quite enough of your bullshit.
1: Come comes in in the pike chair. <laughs> 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 the interrogation is <just> like. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like beeping at us, like S- S- S-
0: Salamanca from fucking Breaking Bad. Yeah.
1: Guard's <laughs> like, Stop it!
0: Stop it! <laughs> Don't say whatever you want! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the chair just turns around and slowly leaves.
0: <laughs> so, um,. Uh, Roe mentions the changeling problem Shaw reported drawing a knife from her boot. She has a knife in her boot. This is yeah. a Starfleet <laughs> officer, folks. Knife in her boot. Um,
1: yeah, I was like, that's interesting.
0: And and she slices her, her hand to show she's not a, a changeling herself. Why do people always slice their hand in media to show to like show blood that's the worst and most uncomfortable place you can possibly takes p-
1: forever to heal it I've does been, i've been sliced you, on the palm before it's the worst yeah it took like you can't put a bandage on it mm-hmm. and every time you move your hand it reopens yeah so it's like like it took like uh actually like i think was, it was moving you know one of those deli things mm-hmm. and like uh I don't know of like those the, the <laughs> little things that come down their back of it. It's sharp as a knife. Oh yeah. And so I sliced myself all the way down the palm and mm-hmm. it it was the most obnoxious thing
0: that ever happened to me. Ouch.
1: Yeah. So don't slice her down your hands down the palm. That's a thing. She could slice her top of her hand. Mm-hmm. She could slice a finger.
0: Yeah, a finger would be fine. Like just yeah. poke a finger so Like what and why do you like like seeing blood is gonna make Picard go, Oh, great yeah i mean we we've f- already determined that they fucking they like bio reproduce like perfectly basically yeah. and they have a well, plasma like blood at that point that's true but still it's but like
1: we have seen like um what was his name loss you know the um the jg Hertzler changeling that mm. that was also like um, right right like he turned into fucking
0: mist right
1: <laughs> like like
0: anything like like a cd-rom copy of the game
1: yes he turned uh, into it turned into mist and was actually playable that's how that's how that's, that's crazy. So he turned into a CD-ROM that you could play. And like, um But he also turned into a fucking spaceship.
0: Like uh-huh. Did he so, could he do you think he was advanced enough to turn into Riven the sequel to Mist?
1: Oh, maybe. Mm, yeah, that's like, my question. But it was like throbbing. This is like oh, I can't hold this phone for very long. Put me in the put me in the CD-ROM! <laughs> I have to come! Ah! <laughs> It starts bleeding as it put, gets put into the computer. <laughs> He's like, I can't hold this form!
0: <laughs> so, um... <sighs> Ro mentions the changeling problem Shaw reported, and Picard then notices her earrings missing, recalling that it was a symbol of her faith mm. of the heart, Ooh. Uh, and asks if it was turning her back on another institution. Uh, Ro, Ro tells him to save his animosity, as it was not entirely about him. Good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, she's, let's talk about your son, she says. So, in the guest quarters, uh, Jack again hears his mother's voice echoing in his mind. And he's having another one of his weird hallucination dreams here, and it's like find, here connect and uh saying all this stuff and uh he so he's he's having having some bad head game you know what i'm saying
1: though so you know what if maybe it, yeah i think you're right it could be the pa race and it's probably telling him to go to fucking ds 9 like they could they could end up on fucking ds9
0: that would be sick
1: that would be so fucking sick
0: that would be sick especially <laughs> if it like left uh left a place for us to have like a shaw on ds9 series or something yeah.
1: oh my god I'm Don't, coming! That
0: would that'd be too much, I think. <laughs>
1: that, that would be too much. Yeah, they offer Shaw the uh, the uh, the posting on DS9 mm-hmm. to fight the changelings. Yeah. That would be... Sick. That would be... Yeah, because it's it's, a, it's an interesting that they haven't like thought to go to the wormhole yet. Because that's obviously where they're getting in.
0: True. Um, I mean, Riker's thought about getting to a wormhole or two so far this season but that
1: be true that be true
0: of a, of a different sort <laughs> and i mean especially now that rose back he's like shit i'm married fuck
1: damn it god fuck shit fuck though i think we said whatever happens on the stars on the starship <laughs> i mean
0: what if <laughs> Whatever happens in non-federated space. Mm. Although they're back in federated space, so yeah.
1: okay. <laughs> like he commandeers the ship again. <laughs> He's like and Shaw's like, what are you why are you doing this? And
0: Picard's like, we need to run, and Riker's like, Yep, ready to go. We're <laughs> going right back towards the Shrine Shriek. <laughs>
1: it's like sitting just standing there waiting for them. <laughs> it's just like I need to bust.
0: I need the bust. bust. We're going into Borg space. <laughs> I don't care. I got a bust. Um, <clears throat> so Jack uh, heads to the transporter room where he is stopped by one of the security officers asking if he has received permission to beam to the intrepid yet Jack asks to be sent anywhere as long as it's not a Starfleet ship and the guy's like what <laughs> uh, so when he's denied he's uh, he draws a phaser and shoots the guy just fucking murks him right there mm-hmm. or so he thinks <laughs> Oh, in actuality, he's just standing right there, staring. And the guy's like, "Uh, are you all right? (laughs) Shaken, Jack quietly leaves. Uh, Guess what time it is?
1: Yes! No, I mean, no, no, no! No,
0: no, no, we're back back to 24. We're back on Motless Prime. Yeah. Oh, boy. Worf and Raffy. Or
1: Mechalus Prime.
0: Uh, Yes, Mechalus Prime uh warf and raffi are still waiting in the street uh when suddenly targeting lasers train on them which is very
1: and they're green too which i think is funny
0: it's just like at this point why i mean we could have like you know guns that have like you know bullets that shoot themselves aim themselves like auto folk auto aim shit like that like why are we still doing this dumbass fucking like sniper ass bullshit it's dumb
1: Uh, For for aesthetics, because that's what Mm, people see. Uh, I hate that. (laughs) So uh,
0: several armed individuals hold their weapons on Raffian Wharf as we meet Cringe, Cringe. Uh, a Vulcan with a Vulcan um, IDIC infinite diversity, infinite combinations pendant around his neck. Mm -hmm. So it's clear that he's like he believes in the Vulcan religion but he's still a criminal, which I don't think we've really seen before. Yeah. Like all the Vulcan criminals are people basically who have like rejected IDIC and that whole way of thinking. So Yeah,
1: like, and at first, yeah, because at first I thought he was a Romulan because it didn't make sense. It doesn't. Like at all. Like even the justifications he gives makes no sense.
0: <laughs> no, th- they make it much worse. So he tells them that a Vulcan master had once taught him that pride inevitably led to downfall, and yet here they were. Sneed's death had showed him that pride also led to traps, but patience led to rewards. Mm. Worf tells him that they have the upper hand and orders them to yield all of their weapons to them. Cringe suddenly draws a phaser and shoots Raffi, killing her. Thank God. (laughs) Putting her out of our misery.
1: Yeah, suddenly a rainbow appears, the sun rises. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So uh, Raffi just dematerializes, and a mobile emitter falls to the ground. Cringe asks if they thought he wouldn't recognize a mobile emitter. He looks directly up into the real Raffi's gun sights, who were trained on him from a window above just as one of his men comes up from behind her with a gun to her head. Once again, more guns to the head, more gun pointing, mm. all gun pointing. This all is guns. a big gun pointing episode. The
1: way of the garden
0: mm. The law of the garden. So, um, I I don't know how I feel about this because at least with like the doctor and his EMH, bullets and phasers could like go right through him. He could absorb them.
1: Like, I think he shot the actual emitter. That's why it fell.
0: Oh, I see. That was a very good shot.
1: He's a Vulcan, so... He has the...
0: But he's a dumb Vulcan.
1: He is a dumb Vulcan. Which we... Yeah. I I think... Like, it's funny because, like, he is... He is very dumb because just he, he pretty much folds under like the slightest questioning. He does. <laughs> he's just like, it just seems like he's a criminal because no one's ever actually really pressed him on anything.
0: I think he's a criminal because <laughs> everyone in Motless Prime is a criminal. That's yeah. just like, it's the crime planet.
1: Yeah. It, and he's just like, oh yeah, I've never actually thought about anything for more than five seconds. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just really like this pendant. It's pretty cool. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vulcan for life, baby. You know what I'm saying? um so idic you know so also,
1: it's interesting that he has a very noticeable facial scar mm-hmm. and i feel like scars are something that aren't really necessary like because yeah. i mean they uh, they obviously have like ways of getting rid of scars
0: that's very true but he, he likes the symbology of it he likes mm. the symbology that he's a bad fighter and gets cut easily <laughs> yeah No, people like to see that it's true. It's intimidating when someone knows they can stab your face pretty easy Yeah, (laughs) love that. So back on the Titan the autopsy on the dead changeling continues Uh, Beverly has determined that the changeling has somehow managed to completely replicate internal organs um, Even ones that the original person doesn't have noting that Ensign LaForge has fully functioning testicles, <laughs> five of them.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, each one a different flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's this one? Bubblegum?
0: gum? Mm. Crazy. <laughs> so, no, I made that up. I made that up for my my fanfic. <laughs> So uh, Beverly has determined that the changeling has somehow managed to completely replicate internal organs, which only revert to its uh, natural liquid state under intense dissection. And the, the <laughs> effects for this were, was actually really cool.
1: Yeah. I, it, it, I did think it was funny. They were just cutting into her and the changeling's internal organs mm-hmm. like it was like steak. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going, whoa, see, it falls apart. And then eventually it's <laughs> just like just taking knives to it. And just mm-hmm. like. Rah!
0: So Oak wonders if this is some kind of new species, but Beverly doesn't think so. She's like, it's evolution. Um, Which means...
1: Also, founders have been around for...
0: Millions of years. Yeah,
1: like they just now thought about uh, replicating the internal organs as well.
0: I mean, so... um, Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, so my thought of it is like they spent so much time like building other worlds and like building other species to do their bidding and Mm. do certain things Uh, for them to where they like they basically only did stuff to control those beings yeah, and they never had a need to really go out and fight a war for themselves, Mm. whereas now this rogue faction is like all pissed that like. You know the great link lost the war for them so now they're trying something new so i, I kind of get this i kind of yeah. get the rogue faction i think is a pretty good way to like you know kind of just paint over all all that yeah lore. i mean
1: that's what i was saying yeah, because this, this like we've seen multiple changelings which which like in even in, even in ds9 you know and the changelings were like the main main antagonist we saw yeah. very few we saw a few very few individual changelings
0: yeah, we. I mean, only like five actors maybe ever played changelings. Yeah. yeah, like there's not many at all.
1: Yeah, and here we have we. You know, we had the one that Wharf killed, the one that they kill on the ship, like the one that's possibly Vatic's hand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's like there, and then like there's so. So Terry Metallis
0: actually online uh, cleared that up. Mm. So he said. Vatic is a changeling. Vatic is a changeling? Vatic is a changeling, and basically that's the way they communicate with the great link thing that they're a part mm. of, or the, the rogue, oh, rogue. Okay,
1: so like that, that skull thing that was speaking was just like that's the some, great link.
0: Yeah, it's some technology that they have that mm. she has to talk with her handlers, basically, her okay. ch- Chelsea handlers. That Chelsea is. handlers. So. And I mean, it kind of the, the face kind of looks like Chelsea Handler to be it fair. It does, yeah. So. Yep, Chelsea Handler uh, talking to um, to little Nicky played by <laughs> by uh, by Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler.
1: Yeah, so you could call call you could call that her Sandler.
0: That, you're gonna have to explain that one to me. You
1: know, Handler.
0: Oh, Sandler. Yeah. Okay. Instead of
1: it, instead of her Handler, you should her. have said
0: uh, her Chelsea Sandler.
1: Oh, uh, Chelsea Sandler. Yeah, it's her, yeah, it's her Sandler.
0: Or her Adam Handler, <laughs> Adam Handler. That's pretty good. Do you think that that's what happens when you get jerked off by uh, Adam Sandler in a, some like New New, new Jersey beach? <laughs> when, they're, when they're like,
1: they're like, we need permission to go to Eastern Inst- Institute, and then, and then, like, just like on on the text appears, it goes, Sloppy Joe, Sloppy
0: <laughs> sloppy, sloppy, sloppy Joe, <laughs> Lunch Lady, <laughs> Lunch Lady Land,
1: lunch lady <laughs> <man>. <laughs> See that hole? That hole That hole is your home, ball. Go to your home.
0: You eat shit for breakfast? <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast?
1: Price is wrong, Bobby boy.
0: Mm, yeah. So. Um, so Beverly says she doesn't think this is some kind of new species. It's evolution, uh, which means they could be anywhere or anyone. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, shit. So Ro asked Picard to tell her about Jack. Picard says, I don't know Jack. (laughs) Jack, Got him. (laughs) Uh, Picard doesn't think he can tell her much, as he has only known him for a few days, and wonders how that's relevant anyway. Just then, Beverly calls from sickbay, and Roe allows picard to answer it i don't know why
1: <laughs> yeah i know like you'd be like uh you're technically not allowed to have any because like that's the thing like people could be listening though, in the conversation
0: yeah and and she's like uh beverly's like uh your medical test came in and he's like i have to go take this <laughs> it's medical information you can't look and,
1: and uh and our super our super uh, capable um spy person and starfleet intelligence goes Oh, yeah, that's not a possible vehicle for trading uh, covert messages. No, no, definitely (laughs) not. Go look at it.
0: Yeah, go go look and see if your dick's okay. I
1: I love that everyone's completely honest with me. Uh (laughs) Me, a Starfleet intelligence officer.
0: Uh (laughs) A former turncoat (laughs) as well. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Picard asks um, Beverly to send the message up to him before turning to Roe, explaining he has a private medical condition. Positronic erectile dysfunction. <laughs>
1: that dick be farting.
0: No, it's <laughs> it's farting. It's leaking motor oil. It has an a error
1: 404 message on it. <laughs> it's like an error 404 is just like rotating around the dick.
0: Yeah, point, uh, 4.04 centimeters, that <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, Picard goes over to a nearby terminal. <laughs> it's, it's an any. <laughs> uh, Picard goes <laughs> over to a nearby terminal. To receive Beverly's message, and it says um, uh, that changelings can fool blood screenings and its capabilities are beyond superficial, warning him to trust no one. (laughs) All right.
1: Again, with the trust no one shit.
0: mm -hmm. Turning back to Roe, he asked why she was so interested in Jack. She's like, because I don't know, Jack. What's up? Got him. <laughs> What's
1: up? Got you back,
0: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Roe <laughs> answers that perhaps it was because he was avoiding her questions about him, calling Jack central to the investigation. Picard, however, thinks it's strange. She is not so concerned about Vadic or the Shriek or any of that situation, thinking that the Roe he knew was more thorough. Mm. Roe counters that perhaps... He never knew her at all,
1: which he kind of didn't.
0: No, he didn't. Uh, so Picard asked Roe to enlighten him, wondering how a defector clawed her way back into Starfleet.
1: Like he's being such a little bitch.
0: He's being a little fucking asshole about this. I
1: know. I was just like, what the hell? Like what why do you get off?
0: Sir? Yeah. It's yeah, like how would you get back into Starfleet after fucking Wolf 359 <laughs> yeah, asshole? Yeah,
1: I know. You suck yeah. my dick. Like Yeah, like okay, like row joining the Maquis, uh killing 11,000 people. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh this Freedom even. Fighter
0: group uh <laughs> Borg. Yeah. yeah. So um Roe explains that after years with the Maquis, she turned herself in, faced a court martial, and was put in Federation prison. Several things wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> First off, she turned herself in to Starfleet, uh, and then they court martialed her, which that's understandable, and put her in prison? Yeah. Prison. Okay. The Federation prison, I guess.
1: They it's- do that with all the Maquis then?
0: i guess so i mean what about like chakotay, chakotay yeah do they like consider time served balana pretty
1: much yeah pretty much half of the voyager crew they were just no,
0: like the the fucking serial killer yeah
1: <laughs> well he died oh yeah yeah but i did like his character a lot
0: no he but, rocked the chucky
1: yeah chucky mm-hmm. but yeah like uh yeah like pretty much half of the voyager crew they're just like Wow, congratulations on getting back. Time to go to jail in Australia, bitch.
0: Yeah, and they're like, uh oh, seven. Yeah, thanks for all your help. Um you're not allowed in Starfleet. Yeah. Never never come onto a starship uh, of ours ever again.
1: But wait a minute. What? They let what's his face in? Hugh? Not Hugh. Oh. Um uh, what's his name? The guy who got his eye removed in the first season. Manu like his,
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, so I don't know when in the timeline that was because the thing with the Seven is like immediately after she came back, she tried to join Starfleet. They're like, no. Um, because, I don't know, racism or some shit. Mm-hmm. Or it was actually maybe a good idea. Maybe they shouldn't let former Borg into Starfleet because, mm-hmm. you know, Borg might <clears throat> have shit that can fuck him up still. And sleeper know. cells. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know so much about letting Borg join Starfleet. I feel like... You know, being Borg once—it's probably a good idea to permanently retire people. Yeah, maybe, 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 very likely. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. (laughs) Manu, whatever his name is. Well, he's like the actor's name is Manu something. No, gotcha. Yeah.
0: So, due to Rose's experience with terrorist groups, she went under an arduous rehabilitation program and joined Starfleet Intelligence, working her way up the ranks again. To which I say, what the fuck? Yeah. First off, the Federation still has prisons this far in the future, and apparently you're only eligible for rehabilitation if you're willing to put your life on the line for Federation. Which doesn't sound so great. I feel like instead of prisons, they should only have rehabilitation centers that are not conditional on you serving Starfleet in some capacity. Yeah. That's fucked up.
1: Yeah. It also seems like, like, I don't know, why would you go back, want to join after serving a prison sentence?
0: Uh, and I just don't understand why she would like surrender to <laughs> Starfleet and they would put her in prison. Like you figure like they might give amnesty to people who were with the Maquis. Yeah. Unless she did some insanely fucked up shit for the Maquis, which I kind of like to believe. Yeah. Like, and that's the only reason they let her in Starfleet intelligence is they're like, yeah, so you can um, just kill, like, 400 people in cold blood in, like, a single (laughs) moment just because you have, like, I don't know, some beliefs about it or something. You should join us. Yeah. Because that's what we do.
1: Give it a little little think on Starfleet.
0: Yeah. um, So uh I don't I don't agree with any of this this sounds like dystopia to me yeah. um it
1: just felt like a. also just felt like a hurried way of like they were just like all right uh what characters we have to bring back for a short cameo <laughs> and they're just like right Ro Lauren yeah let's do that and they're just like oh we got to write in how she was able to get to this rank <laughs> real quick
0: yeah it's kind of weird so but, yeah. um I am glad to see Ro Lauren I love I love Ro Lauren me too but you know and I love I love and believe in rehabilitation and mm-hmm. second chances and shit, but Starfleet must be absolutely fucking desperate for people if they really have no concerns about hiring people who have very recently worked for the enemy, like Ro Lauren, Chakotay, Seven of Nine, Alana Taurus, Picard, Ash Tyler. Odo near <laughs> <Mere> Georgiou. <laughs> I mean, like it's like Starfleet is just like, yeah, we don't, we don't really care for you where, where you come from. And we, we especially don't care if you like, uh, we're working for the enemy very recently, mm-hmm. but it's all conditional and it's all like so much in the air. And it's, it's not consistent either. Like, if anyone should have been let into Starfleet immediately, it's Seven of Nine after yeah. she returned with a Voyager. Oh, absolutely. Like, she proved herself to be, like, part of Starfleet, mm-hmm. but instead they, they're like, no. So she goes to work for the Fenris Rangers and shit for yeah. years. It sucks. It's a stupid, stupid thing.
1: And then decides to join Starfleet, but. Eh.
0: Yeah, like, 20 years later, they're like, oh, no, we're fine now. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we just banned all synthetic forms of life. Um, you know we're gonna let you into Starfleet <laughs> because we like what you did there that one year
1: yeah it's pretty okay
0: Yeah, you helped save the universe twice with Picard for some reason <laughs> come on back so uh, Picard dismisses uh, this as mere facts asking how she could become an enemy and betray her honor my honor she asks or do you mean Starfleet's She dismisses the idea of blind faith in any institution, making one honorable, before asking what he knew about the changeling on board. Uh, Picard tells her he knows nothing and that it's dead. She then asks to see the remains. Uh, As the security officers search the ship for Jack Crusher, Picard leads Roe to sickbay, telling her that they should be alerted of their arrival. But Roe suddenly pulls a phaser on him. Uh-oh, more phaser pulling. Hells
2: yeah.
0: Oh, boy. That great tension building. Who cares? <laughs> uh, telling Picard that there's a change of plans and to step into the holodeck. Uh, she is going to suck his dick with a phaser to his head. How do you feel about that? I'm all right with it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult to suck someone's dick with a gun to their head. Yeah. You know, the, the just the, the body placement and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Be um, easier if she just stuck it up his butthole.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. But I mean, the the, the chance of misfire there is pretty high. You know? Oh yeah.
1: Go through and hit her herself in the head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> head, head of the clit. Hells yeah. So um. So, they go into the holodeck. Um. And uh, it's still set to ten fourth. I don't. I don't know why. I they know. just like left the fucking lights on in the holodeck no one turned it off that's just what the holodeck is now yeah, no one's in there choo- they didn't
1: choose a program it was just like already set to 10 forward yeah and it's just like come on like even even fucking uh the original you know, tng had like variations mm-hmm. like how hard is it just to have a different set Just walk on to difficult, like apparently, like, there's like we have to keep going back to this goddamn bar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So,
0: Ro tells uh the computer to lock the holodeck so no one can enter, and then she's like, pull it out, and uh, then we get a gratuitous 14 minute long dick sucking scene, yeah, you know, it's uh, like. Interesting, interesting artistic choice, I'd say.
1: She's like, I want to see how that positronic thing works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we got
0: a positronic prostate, boy. <laughs> um, so, Ro tells him to lock the holodeck so no one can enter. Uh, stepping behind the bar, Picard disables the holodeck safety protocols. Which is like, why does Roe let him step behind the bar? I don't get this at all.
1: Yeah, and also it just so happens like the thing that just set the protocols off right there underneath the bar.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so Roe tells Picard to keep his hands above the bar, and he agrees, saying top shelf only. So she doesn't like cheap whiskey, I guess. So no Jameson p- product placement this episode. <laughs> yeah. Roe considers the walls a little thin on the ship, which doesn't make any sense in a starship. Like they have to no. be. They're all containment walls. They're, and they're all, all
1: and they're all wearing communicators that it can co- that can be left on and possibly broadcast there.
0: Yeah, um, and you're also in a holodeck, a place people can hide. There could be people in the holodeck. You don't know. Like they could be, you know, sucking dick under the fucking <laughs> tables there. <laughs> Who knows?
1: Yeah, they go in. It's like you know when Jordy was trying to sleep with that girl and it's up there on the beach thing. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like yeah. the guy's like, "Do you mind?" <laughs> 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 Try to get my dick wet over here. <laughs> <laughs> the one Italian in Starfleet. Yeah. He just happens to be there.
0: Oh, yeah, and that that guy from the episode where he gets into a bar fight with oh, yeah. uh, with O'Brien.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess so That this would be the second Italian in Starfleet.
0: No, it's the same oh, it's guy. the same guy, yeah. Same guy, he's just like 25 years older.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. oh, hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to be with some time with my guma. <laughs> That's right, we continue certain Italian traditions into the future, like the guma. I, I got a woman that is my mistress that I sleep with besides my wife. <laughs>
0: I like this idea. I've been yeah. watching a lot of Sopranos lately. And so, yeah, I, I feel like Sopranos Trek is something that could really work. Ooh, that'd be nice. That'd be pretty good.
1: They would actually get some shit done.
0: Hell yeah, they would. Yeah.
1: <laughs> God. Yeah. They Deanna. would
0: break some kneecaps in space, baby.
1: Deanna Troy is the therapist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or Deanna Troy is, Car- is Carmela. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, fucking Roe asks Picard to turn on some music and Picard enables the nearby jukebox and the sound of it causes Roe to flinch for a second which allows Picard to draw a phaser of his own. More phaser pointing everybody! More phaser pointing. So he reminds her that this was Guinan's bar asking if she remembered Guinan. Uh, honestly it would have <laughs> remember
1: been... Guinan? I remember Guinan. Mm-hmm.
0: Honestly I think it would have been way better if he pulled out Guinan's Guy named blaster rifle instead of a pistol. <laughs> that would have made way more sense. So, um, Ro tells Picard to drop it, uh, talking about his balls, uh, threatening to kill him. But Picard, Go through second p-
1: robot puberty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. I want to
0: see him extra long.
1: <laughs> Make sure those balls drop to the floor.
0: <laughs> I want him to be like a big thing of Laffy Taffy.
1: <laughs> Got that Laffy Taffy. Real stre- Real stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> can wrap, wrap him around your belt. <laughs> Tuck it in.
0: <laughs> Got jokes on the backside. <laughs> um, so Roe tells Picard to drop it, threatening to kill him, but Picard wants to know who she really is. Both believe the other may be compromised, maybe a changeling. Picard remembers that when Ro first came aboard the Enterprise, her earring was a violation of the uniform code. She had said it was for family she had lost, but now uh, Picard thinks it was simply for her own ego. And then he says, an ego that led you to betray me in the Bajoran language, which I don't understand why it's not just translating that to...
1: This is the first time we've really heard Bajoran spoken. It's it's happened a few times in
0: DS9, but it's not often. So... Uh, Ro notes his skill in the language has improved, and Picard tells her he has been rehearsing the conversation for 30 years, <laughs> which is the most unhinged line, I think, in this entire series.
1: Yeah, like it always assumed, like, like, when Ro left, mm-hmm. you just assumed, like, you know course picard was disappointed yeah he moved on with his life
0: (laughs) you'd figure but you know it it took him a hundred years to get over the the, his mother's suicide so i think 30 years for like a workplace disagreement Is about right for how mentally ill Picard <laughs> yeah. is. Like,
1: yeah, like we're we're learning about a lot about Picard through this series, and one and one thing is he holds a fucking grudge. Yeah, this motherfucker holds a grudge. Like he's just practicing this speech in a, in, a, in, a, in the shower, just being in the like, sonic like, shower. Yeah, in the sonic shower, or just masturbating. <laughs> It's just like
0: repeating this fucking Bajoran line over and over and over again until, yeah. like, coming blood seeps down his leg because he's just
1: writing it a hundred times in a notebook, <laughs> <laughs> just being like, all the pages are stuck together in the yeah. notebook.
0: Yeah. Um. So, I don't know if this is hyperbole, but that's like, uh, uh, sorry, hyperbole, hyperbole. Uh, but I feel like. Cr- Picard really could uh, go to therapy.
1: Yeah, like actual therapy, not like Deanna Troy is, is like. I think you're feeling sad.
0: No, like like talk with someone and be like, this thing happened thirty years ago that I still think <laughs> about in the shower every single fucking day. <laughs> I've gotten over my mother killing herself because an infinitely wise being killed himself in order to make it happen. But he also brought back this ninja guy who I haven't seen since.
1: (laughs) Also, that is insane because it, like like 30 years has done nothing to temper his rage towards Ro Lauren.
0: No, he's, and, he's and it, just as pissed. He's know, thought about like, this like, every day. He's, like, he's practiced like, it.
1: Like this shit happened yesterday. Like, I don't think I could hold a grudge that long. No. Like, I just be like, it's like, it's an absurd amount of time to just like, like, and you think like any, and that's the whole thing with like fucking Starfleet is like, yeah, the redemption, rehabilitation, mm-hmm. and just giving people second chances and just like, and, and wanting to do good for people. And it's just like, instead he's just like, no, you haven't earned this. But also... You're,
0: you're, you're a fucking bitch. Like, if anybody, like, he should... And he does understand, like, the Maquis' point. hmm Like, the, the idea that, like, they got fucked over.
1: Yeah, and- he's a very... He's an intellectual... And he's very empathet- empathetic, you know, despite mm-hmm. the fact that he's very... You know, seems very cold, but he... Uh, but that's his thing. He's, like, the fucking... The fucking uh, alien understander, like yeah. just like he, uh, he's able to put himself in other people's shoes to see their point of view, or,
0: or be like, uh, I mean, even if we don't understand them, we should strive to like give them compassion. Yeah, shit like that. yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And so really, also like when Roe left, I don't feel he was
0: that mad he wasn't but apparently he was raging on the inside <laughs> yeah.
1: so that's the I'll thing we watch that episode so oh.
0: that's the thing we don't realize is we only see picard like on the bridge and at work yeah during tng yeah i mean and we see him in his ready room and stuff but like we don't we just, we see we didn't see
1: him. his quarters that had a whole bunch of holes in drywall <laughs> yeah, <I> was,
0: <laughs> that is literally the joke i was damn about it. to make sorry, We sorry. just don't see him like walk into his quarters and be like computer lock door and he's <laughs> Puts a ton of holes in the drywall. <laughs> and then he's like, regenerate drywall. Uh, comput- computer, turn on drowning pool. Let the bodies hit the floor.
1: Play on, play Lincoln Park. <laughs> he's
0: drowning like, in my skin. Crawling oh, yeah. in my
1: skin. And he's just like, he's just like going ham. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's like, or like computer yeah, or a holodeck. Make drywall. Safety protocols off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a whole bunch of just random walls of drywall. And he's bursting through them. Is, <laughs> doing karate, whirling karate kicks.
0: Computer, put on the white man's gauntlet. <laughs> Very well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> white man's gauntlet. Yeah, sort of like that thing that, that uh, Worf went through. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all drywall. <laughs> it's all drywall. So it's just different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That rocks. Um, so tells Picard, he had no idea what it was like living under his relentless judgment, which is like, this is one of the first times people actually talks about how judgmental Picard always was, because he was. Yeah. Like, and it always seeped from him, even when he was like, you know, like when he got the fucking, uh, when that ends in like dumped hot chocolate on him. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's okay. But he was like pissed. Yeah. Um, I
1: also feel like a lot of times. And then he being- sent her
0: to her death. <laughs>
1: Wait, no, that that was, a, that was no, no, never
0: that, mind. that was a different girl. Yeah, so that, that that girl. I'm thinking a lower deck. The girl yeah. with the
1: hot chocolate was a uh, three titty girl from. Cor that's Rito. right. That's
0: right. That was uh, the fucking Jordy squeeze. Yeah,
1: that should have been something. Mm. We'll love to see. No, that, that, that'd be cool if they brought her back. That, that's who who Jordy's been having kids with.
0: <laughs> that'd be interesting, but you figure they wouldn't be like so very black yeah. <laughs> if they were, you know, half white.
1: No, she was oh uh, she was uh uh latina
0: oh okay a spicy yeah. latina yeah it's a bi- big a big booty latina <laughs> small booty Latina. Three, t- three
1: titty Latina. three titty the best type <laughs> of latina
0: that's what i'm saying um yeah
1: but yeah like uh but i always felt like when picard was being judgmental he was kind of like also wanting to bring something better out of somebody
0: Sometimes, yeah. sometimes he was just a dick.
1: Sometimes he could be a little, a little dickish.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, Picard thought that they had a bond based on mutual respect, James Bond, <laughs> and he felt uh, she had betrayed everything he believed. And you know who'd have been a great James Bond? Mm-hmm. Not Patrick Stewart. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he could have played a villain. Like he could have played. No, like, he
0: would have been a great villain. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah he could have been. Um, What's the guy with the cat? Like, you got to play that dude.
0: Oh, Dr. Evil. Yeah, he would have been great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) the guy Dr. Evil's based on. Dr. Evil. Oh, Oh,
0: uh, Mike Myers. Mike
1: Myers, that's it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Roe accuses Picard of wanting to mold her into his image, that his affection and mentorship had been conditional, Mm. which is very true. Yeah. Uh, She is offended that he would question her honor saying she had joined the maquis to stand up against injustice even if that meant betraying starfleet that was who she was but he confused morality with duty and that was his (laughs) dishonor which i loved that line yeah he confused morality with duty and that's his dishonor it's good as hell that's right that's about right yeah like
1: I do, I do like the the sort of argument that's happening between them, even though I'm like, eh.
0: even though like, the whole like, uh, hey, let's take this into ten forward and hold guns at each yeah. other. <laughs> that whole thing sucked. They should have, they they shouldn't have had to do that. But I yeah, think, the yeah, conversation. I, is I could bad. see
1: them actually having this like argument on TNG, but they're just like pacing around the fucking uh, <laughs> like Picard's ready room or something, right, right? Like pacing that, and I think it would have would have just been. Better in a sense, but also mm. just kinda like just been impactful. Like that w- that would've been a cool scene.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> Picard says he believed in Ro, but she counters that he only did so when it was easy for him. Mm. If he truly felt the way he claims, he would have understood why she went to the Marquee. You broke my heart, he tells her, and you broke mine, she replies. Finally she puts down her phaser. Bad idea. She fucking <laughs> He fucking disintegrates her right there. Yeah. Goodbye, Roe.
1: He's like, I feared for my life. And they're like, Wait a minute! Don't you posit positrons have like a uh, have a uh, camera on you? That, that <laughs> at all like, times. Oh, oh,
0: I uh, accidentally turned it off. No, I, I was going I, to the bathroom. I see. turned
1: off my uh, camera. Unfortunately, uh, I, but I I swear she pulled the gun out.
0: <laughs> she had a dog too. She had a dog. <laughs> Two of them.
1: I don't even think she lives here.
0: <laughs> um, she, she was bust in from outside of state She's outside agitator. She worked for Antifa. You see, uh, so, um, she lowers her phasers and Picard puts down his, uh, before he asks why she was really there. Ro admits that Starfleet is compromised at its highest level. Uh, addressing Picard is Jean-Luc she asks him if he trusts her after a moment he finally nods as though he does guess what time it is motherfucker hey everybody we're back in the 24 era (laughs) so cringe's men pointing phasers at Worf and Raffi bring them to their knees more phaser pointing more Mm -hmm. phaser pointing um, so they bring, uh, Worf and Raffi to their knees and then we hear zip <laughs> and he's like, uh, I know you're going to suck whatever I pull out of this <laughs> Vulcan robe. And Worf's like, I've been looking forward to this day. <laughs> um, so now he doesn't actually pull out anything no. of significance. At least it's a t- tiny baby dick. Yeah. Um, he thinks Ow. it's big because everyone on Motless prime is a tiny baby dick.
1: Yeah. Because of a wish they made on a genie. <laughs> they, 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 where wished, the genie.
0: he The gift of the magi. He, he, he
1: wished for the biggest dick, but he just made all the, all the other people's dicks
0: smaller. It's just <laughs> grating on a curve, but for dicks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, was pretty, that was a pretty good part in uh, one of the seasons of what we do in the shadows. Like, uh, like they were like, he's trying to find the best way to wish for a big dick. And then he's just like, don't do it. So everyone else's dick gets smaller. And, like, and the genie's like, damn it.
0: <laughs> That's fun so um uh the vulcan crime lord asks if they recognize the location he says it's in this location that Worf had killed sneed a ferengi he considered a brother as they had grown up doing crime together in district seven of nine <laughs> uh Worf mentions that they both work for starfleet intelligence and that Sneed was responsible for the deaths of hundreds of innocents—a fact Cringe is well aware of.
1: It's like, yeah, that's actually cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's cool
0: to kill nerds and dorks.
1: It's like, wow, uh, yeah, I miss Sneed even more
0: now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, he bombed the uh, Fed- uh, Starfleet uh, recruitment center. Ooh, big loss. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, like fucking big dick swinging, baby. <laughs> Um, so (coughs) cringe also knows that they figured out that Sneed was the changeling's facilitator and that cringe himself helped arrange the break-in at Daystrom. Raffi admits she could never imagine a Vulcan being dumb enough to become a gangster. But then again, I could never imagine any Klingon Klingon dumb enough to work for the CIA, but here we are. Yeah. And cringe Uh, Says that says maybe the dumbest thing I've heard in my life. Yeah, it's pretty. And this like, there's a couple good lines in this episode, but Mm -hmm. this negates all of them because it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He says, "No utopia could exist without crime, and therefore, organized crime is logical."
1: Yeah, explain. Like they should have been like, "Show your work."
0: Yeah, like Like why does why
1: why does utopia why does a utopia need crime
0: unless he's saying like in order to get to a utopia we need to see what's a dystopia so we need crime and a dystopia so he's like an accelerationist in a way but even that doesn't make any sense like yeah. none of this makes any sense on any level and it's dumb and not logical
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's obviously a line someone wrote they thought was really hard they're like oh this line fucks and then yeah. it's like but didn't really think about it because yeah. it's like it like for one like like a part of a post-scarcity utopia would mean like that crime would be completely obsolete
0: yeah and that's the thing because
1: like people don't need to fight or do things that like that uh to attain what they to attain what they need
0: this is what happens when you get neoliberals writing a show that should probably be more like leftist Right? It's because they can only understand problems and solutions based on, like, today's world because they only see so far is the trees and they can't understand a forest in front of them. Yeah. And it's it's dumb, it's silly, and it's bad. Um, And, like, I don't know. There's so many things they could do with this. Like, so many ways they could explain away a Vulcan doing crime. Yeah. Like, you'd be like... Uh, I mean, survival is the only thing logical, and there's no other way to survive around here yeah. than crime. Or yeah, something.
1: the fact that he was raised, ra- oh, raised there. Yeah, like and he possibly said, an orphan. You yeah, know, he, he said
0: he had to do crime, like you know, when he was younger with this other kid, and so he obviously was raised doing crime, and maybe he had to do it because logically there was no other way to survive. Yeah. You know he was being exploited or he had to do the exploiting mm. it's logical in that case to be the exploiter in some yeah. case well, i don't know
1: yeah it's like but he doesn't explain it he just says it and they just like and they just um and uh Worf and ref he just kind of nod like oh yeah that makes sense no okay cool <laughs> okay oh perfect perfect explanation
0: yeah i mean and yeah they're like hey we're dumb. that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah exactly well done well done um <laughs> So Cringe's associates place a pair of knives in front of Rafi and Worf, uh, the latter of whom recognizes that they expect the two of them to fight to the death. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Cringe uh, says his men have made wagers on this fight already and admits some of his associates think that uh, Worf, by nature, has the upper hand and will kill a human within 30 seconds while the other believe the inverse to be true. Let's settle the wager, he says. Uh, neither move to cooperate, to which Cringe says they have 30 seconds or they both die. Worf quietly reminds Raffi of what he had said about an enemy's aggression showing their weakness, and that he had sacrificed a great deal for this mission, and would now do so again. He tells her it has been an honor before taking... A knife and rising, Cringe notes that Klingons seldom disappoint. Worf tells Raffi not to hold back because he cannot. <laughs> we get a shaky camera fight, and uh, Raffi ends up stabbing Worf in the kidney. <laughs> he says, "Today was a good day to die." Before unceremoniously collapsing,
1: it was only it was only uh, one of four kidneys
0: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) he still has his penis kidney yeah he still has his uh, left kidney
1: the butt cheek kidney
0: yeah he still has all of those kidneys yeah he should be good he's
1: functioning fine yeah Yeah, because he has a bunch of redundant organs like who cares yeah yeah it's
0: fine (laughs) so aboard the titan security officers continue their search for jack crusher but um they make some noises that let us know that they're in fact changelings so they're just everywhere now, it seems. We don't know who's a changeling, where is a changeling, why is a changeling. Mm-hmm. Does it matter? We don't know.
1: Yeah, and very rarely, also in the show and DS9, mm-hmm. it, usually if there were two changelings together, they were always just like Odo and whatever changeling is visiting that day. <laughs> it's yeah, like, basically. Yeah, it's, why like it's, it's weird seeing all the changelings in groups. And, yeah. and they don't think
0: well as a group
1: they don't Ooh. they don't they don't use it to their best to their best advantage well, I like feel the like fact they, that you can look like literally anybody
0: they've been a lot away from the great link for a long time so yeah. i assume that that's like degraded them a lot but apparently just they've morons. evolved a lot as well too to yeah. like do s- things so i don't know why they haven't evolved in a way that helps them do this better
1: yeah i would i would just appear as like that singing um klingon chef Yeah,
0: and that'd then, be sick
1: and then like have everyone come around me and like oh he's he's singing and he's playing his little uh Klingon violin and I'd just be like and then like I'd stab him with God, like I, a, I
0: wish we saw more of that restaurant in DS9
1: I know right like
0: it was that that was way cooler I mean quarks is cool but like singing Klingon chef fucks dude
1: yeah and I always love it when you see like a species and a role that they're like that's not non-traditional
0: yeah and like, just like uh like padding out their culture in a dumb silly way yeah huh.
1: <laughs> like of course of course there's going to be a Klingon that's the 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 chef from Lady and the Tramp yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you're, not, you're not right. Yeah, so it's just like,
0: <laughs> or 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 from um uh fucking uh,
1: shit. Was that a lady in the tramp scene? Wasn't he singing to the wharf and Dax and they kissed or something?
0: Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, the one I was thinking of was the singing chef was uh fucking um Little Mermaid, where Renee Zellweger oh, yeah. is the singing chef. That. Yeah. that
1: that that song fucks so hard. Yeah, like, it's pretty sick. It's so good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I was wondering here, like, at this point, there's a lot of changelings everywhere, obviously, right? Yeah. We don't know how many are aboard the Titan. Could be multiple mm-hmm. still. We're not sure. Uh, I'm wondering maybe if we'll get, like, a Final Five scenario, like Battlestar Galactica.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: I wondered why, why they just didn't get Ronald D. Moore for this. Yeah. He's better... She's better at this.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So in the holodeck, uh Ro Lauren explains her belief that changelings have infiltrated Starfleet on all levels, replacing several key component personnel, and she is convinced that there are more on the USS Intrepid. She can't even trust the ship's captain and has insisted on the shuttle because she couldn't trust the transporters. Mm. But she could she trust the shuttle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she then asks what um, Picard knows about the preparations for Frontier Day. And Picard like lightens up for some reason, and uh, he's like, oh, I know it's the anniversary for Starfleet, and I'm supposed to give a speech. Um, it's
1: because his mind's leaving him, and that was something that was drilled into him before he left. He's like, I'm giving a speech today. <laughs> 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 They're going to give me ice cream afterwards. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, He's just
0: I'm- going down the Brandon route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, So Roe is worried that the security preparations are classified even to her and that the festivities were mere days away. There had been 12 separate incidents aboard multiple starships in the past several months, but all of them had been kept quiet and all of them were changeling incidents. Mm. Uh, Picard wonders what this has to do with Jack. Roe admits that she doesn't know, but Starfleet insisted that she retrieve him. And his name has come up multiple times in intelligence chatter. She also mentions the attack on the Starfleet Recruitment Center uh, on Metallus Prime using a portal weapon similar to that used by Vadik. or Vadik, sorry. <clears throat> um, Picard suggests going to Admiral Janeway or Chancellor Roll, even letting him try. but Rowe reviews uh, sorry reveals that uh, she has been stonewalled at every turn all she has are a pair of intelligence assets on the ground that she says she can trust, trying to link the theft of the portal weapon to something else the changelings want, and that they were close even as they were speaking. I wonder who Worf's handler is. Hmm. That's real, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> that, 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 that pretty much cements it.
1: Or, Lord, no, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay.
0: We're back. I'm sorry. Mm, (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, we have to see how, oh, yeah, Worf is definitely dead.
0: Yep. So on Motless Prime, Cringe finds the situation most unexpected before having one of his men check Worf's body. Uh, The evil Vulcan kneels next to him and takes Worf's pulse, then shakes his head. He's dead. Worf is dead. Mm. God damn it, he's dead, Jim. Um, let's take a moment of silence for Worf.
1: Yeah, R.I.P. Worf.
0: All right, that's enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, they said, definitely
1: killed off this, yep. this legacy character.
0: Yeah, uh, in, like, a moment of, like, 30 seconds of fanfare. <laughs> yeah. right. So, Cringe says uh, his pool had 10 to 1 chances on Worf before remarking on how the smell of Klingon blood sickens him. But the taste of Klingon cum makes him horny. It's divine.
1: Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Turkish delight. The Turkish delight. Um, mm, sit, melts in your mouth. Not in your anus. <laughs> and
0: in your hand. Um, so two of Cringe's associates uh, take Wharf away. Cringe tells Raffi you work for me now <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is like the and dumbest turns thing her
0: out no, uh, the
1: dumbest fucking thing. like okay okay uh Stoffley, you work for me yeah it's like what
0: <laughs> uh he says that he knows she has far more to lose an ex-husband a son and a granddaughter so everyone knows about rafi she's just the worst fucking spy of all time
1: yeah like oh yeah it just so happens they all live on this fucking planet and can be killed Mm-hmm. And yeah, and also yeah, just push her, make force her to work for a crime boss.
0: <laughs> that rocks. What a dummy. So Raffy threatens to uh, kill him before he would ever own her. Would you care to wager on that? He replies, just as the lights fade, and the lights just turn off out of nowhere, and we hear, Ugh, uh, um, and all of cringe's men fall to the ground, knives in their chest. Multiple knives. Mm. Lots of knives here. Uh, Worf suddenly appears behind Kryn, holding a blade to his throat. Cringe is surprised, because Worf is just dead. But Worf says he has mastered what he calls the K-less technique, or sorry, K-less technique of slowing his heart rate to imperceptible levels. Okay, so why didn't they use like a medical tricorder or something to check you know, see if there's brain activity. Anything?
1: Yeah, it feels like something. Like checking his pulse seems very archaic at this point. Very archaic. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, they could have just just pulled something out of their out of their pocket and like beep beep beep. No, he's alive. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, um, however, he says, Worf says he's lost a great deal of blood and is still losing a great deal more, and so advises skipping the interrogation. Cringe gambles on being needed alive, but Raffi warns uh, him to factor in the impatience of a Klingon in dire need of medical attention. So, what they're doing here is they are threatening to execute him unless he gives up information for them quickly. Yeah. Which is totally not torture. Not no. the absolute definition of torture and not a war crime.
1: I mean, and Worf did just like kill a bunch of people.
0: That's true. Like, <laughs> I mean, they could have been non-lethal knife wounds to the chest.
1: Yeah. Just like, yeah, or like, yeah, hit him in the back of the head with a with a blunt object and knock him no,
0: out. No, no, they have knives like in their chest. Yeah. Like yeah. All, all of the ones we see are definitely stabbed. Yeah. He does a stabby stab stab here and um pretty pretty cool board. Pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, so cringe finally admits that he brokered uh, for the device that allows uh, one to exploit the flaws in the daystrom security AI system and concedes that it would be logical to give the device to them. Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean, this guy is so is I think probably one of the dumbest people I've ever met because he's yeah. just like, he could just be convinced in the most and the easiest ways possible. he, he doesn't even, he doesn't even try to fight.
0: No, no, he's, he, <laughs> he's he's a shit criminal.
1: He doesn't try to barter with them or just be like, you know, you know, set me free. He just like he just says, nope, that's logical. What you're asking. All right, here it is. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. It's it's weird. Why does he even tell them about this device?
1: Vulcans can't lie.
0: Okay. So uh, <laughs> it's,
1: which is which is like also dumb if he really is like does adhere to the vulcan way in, in a sense because he, yeah he's
0: a criminal that doesn't lie how the fuck does that yeah
1: work? <laughs> so he doesn't so he doesn't lie at all <laughs> and uh so that that must help him out he's like like he gets he gets interrogated by the local authorities and like ah oh, so y- you're doing this crime he's like yes <laughs> he gets, yes i am <laughs> don't i mean uh uh yes i mean don't <laughs> i mean yes don't <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs>
0: So, thankfully, we make it out of there, and uh, we're back on the Titan. So, Roe tells Picard that he has transferred most of the Titan's crew to the Intrepid, leaving him with a skeleton crew... Warning him to ensure Oh that no, they,
1: skeletons.
0: Yeah, he goes on the bridge and it's just a bunch of dead people.
1: Yeah. it's <laughs> like, like they're all jangling their bones around.
0: It's a spooky, spooky, spooky bridge. Bones and bones and spooky bridge.
1: Just, 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 just a bunch of, of a bunch of skeletons playing uh, playing uh, trumpets that are made out of bones.
0: Directed by Tim Burton. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, they're all wearing stripes. Like, ah, oh, I'm I'm Captain Jack Skellington, and everyone's <laughs> going to be wearing stripes from
0: now on. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jack Crusher, actually Jack Skellington. <laughs> oh no. <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. We have to get back to Halloweenland, Halloween, land, Halloween <laughs> Town.
0: Um, <clears throat> this is the Maki. This is the Maki. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Rotel's Picard. She's transferred most of the Titans crew to the Intrepid and uh, he should make sure the few crew he has left is loyal. She urges him to take the Titan and run. The two security officers searching for Jack uh, catch up to um, him, having, oh, sorry. Uh, the two security officer, officers searching for Jack catch up to Ro, having found she was in the holodeck, but the door was locked because she was Second Picard's dick. She tells them uh, that they were returning to the Intrepid quietly taking him aside Rowe places something in his hand her titty yeah her her <laughs> dick oh, <laughs> hell's yeah. and he's like well, yeah <laughs> i don't know Ro. Um <laughs> so uh she places something in his hand and admits she wished he could look into her heart and understand she did what she thought was best and that for all the years since she wishes they had known each other the security officers protest that uh, they had been instructed to find Jack, but she says simply that they are now leaving. As he watches her leave, Picard looks at the item she had just handed him—her earring. Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, hate to watch her, le- hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her go, if you know what I mean. Well,
0: computer, do full body scan. <laughs> Show me the. Im- oh wow. <laughs> computer, stop. <laughs> shut your fucking mouth computer (laughs) you stop that
1: yeah do you think like uh picard with his positronic body has x-ray vision
0: one would hope yeah he's like "Mm." (laughs) yeah but i mean like can he get horny yeah i think so Mm -hmm.
1: why not he's, he's positronic he can do whatever he wants but that's the thing like he has like a positronic body but with like none of the benefits
0: yeah that, that's the problem yeah which i don't that's why i don't like his positronic body is because he still like limps around like an old man
1: yeah he limps around doesn't doesn't go out in open space Mm-mm. doesn't get doesn't just get hard on a whim mm-hmm. in front of everyone
0: right doesn't show people like what he can do with his dick
1: hmm doesn't use his x-ray x-ray eyes
0: right because yeah, like if I had a positronic body, I'd be whipping my dick out, and people would be like, "Hey, you can't do that. That's not okay for humans to whip their dicks out." And I'd be like, "No, I'm a robot. I'm a robot bitch. You're looking, you're looking at a robot penis. Okay, <laughs> this is like, this is
1: robots like, don't wear clothes. Yeah. Right, so let's get that out right at the beginning.
0: Yeah, do do robots wet dream of electricity? <laughs>
1: That's my question.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> So uh, as Picard and Riker arrive on the bridge, Shaw remarks on how that is the fastest court martial he had ever seen before Picard tells him, which was actually very funny. Mm -hmm. I like that. Before Picard tells him uh, that they had to take the ship and run, telling him that Roe had revealed about Starfleet and the Intrepid being compromised. Shaw immediately goes, security, what a great move. But Riker is like, belay that order. Uh, But, like, security's, like, standing, like, right there. (laughs) Uh, Picard pleads with Shaw to trust him. The intrepid shuttle begins to return now to the ship. The Changeling security officers, realizing their deception has been discovered, uh, set an explosive onto the deck of the shuttle and transport back to the Titan, where they morph into members of the crew to continue the search for Jack Crusher. Roe tries to contact the intrepid, but finds uh, her comms to the ship are jammed. So instead, she hails the Titan, telling them what just happened. Riker tells Seven to beam her out, but the signal is being inhibited by something. Uh, And she says they have to get the ship closer to the Titan. Riker urges her to turn back, but Rowe doesn't have time to disarm it. She tells Picard to finish what she started. LaForge reports that the shuttle is moving away. Seven sees it heading for the Intrepid's port nacelle. Picard begs Roe not to do it, but Roe answers that she was giving them what he gave her all those many years ago, a fighting chance. <laughs> I don't know. what. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, so Picard asked her to forgive him as he does truly see her now. Just He's doing that, the avatar thing. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. Which is like, Oh, now I get, the maquis like (laughs) no you don't you're just like you're just like oh you're about to die so i'm going to say something nice to you yeah like it'd be cooler if he actually like came to uh, some understanding of like why the maquis did what they did but he seems to be like harboring these feelings the maquis are just evil yeah
1: i would have loved it if if roland had joined their crew
0: that would have been sick like if she
1: did go back and just like i'm part of you guys now Mm -hmm. love roland but yeah like uh but it is kind of funny what she does but yeah
0: (laughs) um so just then the connection is lost as the shuttle impacts the nacelle of the intrepid and the explosion fucks it up real bad
1: a second shuttle has hit the right nacelle
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah precisely she does
1: a 9-11 oh my god she did a terrorism
0: yeah uh 9 more like 9 intrepid
1: 9 intrepid
0: Uh, so Picard has little time to grieve, though. <laughs> It'd
1: be funny if it was called the USS World Trade Center.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awful. The USS Two Towers. <laughs> the
1: USS Two Towers. The Twin Towers. Yeah. I okay. don't know.
0: USS flight 93 (laughs) okay that's the last one uh so Picard has little time to grieve USS George Bush Uh, (laughs) Picard has little time to grieve however as the Intrepid raises shield and arms weapons seven reports that uh they were instructing the Titan to surrender Riker realizes that they are being framed for attacking the Intrepid by the Changelings controlling the ship Riker urges Shaw uh they now need to run, but Shaw hesitates, not wanting his crew to become fugitives. Seven reminds him that most of the crew was on the Intrepid now, and if they engaged, they risked that crew anyway. Picard says that if they don't flee, Roe would have died for nothing, and many more will follow. Riker knows Shaw may not trust them, but he urges his fellow captain to trust his own eyes. Shaw orders red alert, telling LaForge to take them away the second the warp core is online. Over the address system, he sounds battle stations, having non-essential personnel return to their quarters, informing them that an emergency order is in effect. Starfleet has been compromised. Meanwhile, the two security officers uh, find Jack on deck 10, but not 10 forward. No and they call for support. They inform him they will place a transport beacon on him and take him into custody. Just then, something in Jack kicks in, and he sees red. He's able to swiftly disarm all four of the changeling agents and kill them with a phaser.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not yeah. sure how phasers work on changelings anymore. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's inconsistent now. Yeah. Because when Seven shot one, it's like their arm disappeared, and then mm-hmm. they slipped away and shit, and all these four just, like, die
1: yeah because that's the thing like like a changeling doesn't have to keep its vitals uh where the head is you know because he keeps going because it seems like headshots you know because like seven shot that one in the arm right um and the arm fell off
0: but but then laforge got shot in the chest yes and that one died from that
1: yeah and so it's like yeah like well they could literally keep their vitals wherever it could be in their feet right they're changelings yeah they could keep their
0: (laughs) organs anywhere they could have their balls in their arm yeah that'd be hot i'd jerk off to that
1: or on the Mm -hmm. knee you know we've seen uh uh, aliens have their keep their genitals on their knee
0: yeah not all aliens keep their genitals in the same place yeah
1: so like it's it's just funny like like, the headshots kill them instantly and it's just like Mm -hmm. all right yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's that's the
0: kind of dome he gives you know what i'm saying
1: because like and also like i feel like the also any sort of like vitals they form inside the body itself mm-hmm. are completely aesthetic for appearance reasons like they don't mm-hmm. actually serve any sort of function like true all the entire the changeling itself is its entire form it's like a like a giant single cell organism or something like that you know it's like yeah but
0: you know, I don't know. Whatever.
1: Yeah. What, whatever. I, I would like some explanation on why, why uh, uh, they they get killed by the uh, disruptor. Like, I can understand a disruptor that dissolves them.
0: Right. And that that's one thing is, like, when, like, Worf shot it, it, like, dissolved. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You like a phaser killing it? Like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know, yeah. doesn't make any sense. Also, it would have probably been been better Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I mean, I got obviously like Jack wasn't thinking about this, but phaser, phaser, like just stun it. Like it might be pertinent to get information from it or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, because if you stun it, then uh, you can do like Raffy and Wharf and torture it yeah, until you, you get some information. Yeah, yeah. you Ugh.
1: can electrify it. Put in a uh, put in an electrified bucket. There you go. (laughs) Make it just
0: Just put it in like a Home Depot bucket and throw a toaster in. (laughs) Put
1: put a black hood on it and and just like put a bunch of barbed wire.
0: Just can can you waterboard a changeling because it's essentially a liquid? Here's my Mm. question for you.
1: I guess I guess you call it solid boarding just like
0: P- pour a bunch of blocks on it yeah. like Legos yeah. <laughs> like oh, <no>. <laughs> yeah
1: like when it's in its bucket just put a bunch of Legos inside like stop you're messing with my consistency <laughs> don't put don't, don't, are you put what are you doing you're putting cornstarch in me you're it's, making me <laughs> is that protein powder what the fuck <laughs> you're making me solid <laughs> oh the cornstarch is making me solidify <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like that idea yeah yeah
1: put some sort of thickener
0: in there Yeah, maybe like a roux or something.
1: Mm. Put a couple bones in there, you got soup.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You got a stew going, baby. You
1: got a stew going, baby.
0: Uh, So... uh, Jack sees some red roots crawling across a corridor after he kills these people, and then there's a red door at the end of it. And I want to paint it black.
1: I want to paint it. Yeah, I was, I was saying yeah. If they, if that's, I'm gonna guess that song's going to appear.
0: I hope not. That'll make me kill everything. <laughs> that, be, that song's so expensive is why I hope it doesn't
1: appear. Uh, I mean, but it's appeared in some weird. Um, thanes before like i think it was in some like car video game one time oh yeah
0: uh twisted metal black yeah twisted metal black which had a lot of money behind it that was a triple in game dude Uh, i think that was yeah
1: i mean well how much money did you say they spent on picard
0: so I don't know how much they spent on Picard season three, mm. but I only know two, and I don't know if the, the production um, costs were combined for the two seasons or not, so I'm not sure. Yeah, well,
1: I'm going to I'm gonna put money down that that, uh, that song's going to appear. Put your point.
0: bottom dollar that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so Shaw orders the helm to bring them about. Seven warns the Intrepid is giving them one final warning to surrender. The Intrepid's torpedo bays are loaded and ready to fire like my balls. The warp core goes online, and Shaw gives the order. The Titan goes to warp just as the Intrepid fires, and the torpedoes miss. Riker knows the Changelings would be coming for them. Shaw wonders who exactly, and Riker grimly replies, They will come for everyone. They will come. And Riker is really into that.
1: If you jack them, they They will will come.
0: come. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, Riker sits alone in a conference room. I'm sorry, Picard sits alone in a conference room when Riker enters, offering his condolences, knowing what Roe had meant to him. Picard replies that Riker didn't know. In fact, neither did Picard himself. He uh, shows her a rose earring, not sure why she had given it to him. Riker, however, does know, recognizing it as old-school spycraft, saying there's a data chip hidden in the earring, showing the entire course of her investigation so far, and showing that the infiltration reached the upper levels of Starfleet Command. Excuse me. Just then, a transmission comes in, and uh, both Picard and Riker are astonished to see Worf on the other end. He's just as surprised to see them. He then asks what happened to Roe, and Riker does a Scooby-Doo impression and goes, Ruh-roh. Ro. <laughs> he goes, what, Roh?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's a g- 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 ghost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you believe in that sort of thing.
0: <laughs> She's a force ghost now. Yeah. So, uh, in sick Bay, Shaw is stunned to find four more changelings on his ship, now dead, before complimenting Jack on his shooting. And Jack's like, yeah, I can shoot it anywhere, you know what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> Wherever you want me to shoot it. Where I won't shoot it, tell me not to shoot it. <laughs> tell so, me to hold it in.
0: <laughs> you ever heard of edging, old man? <laughs> so uh, Beverly asks for a moment alone with Jack. After Shaw and Oak leave, Beverly sees that Jack has not been sleeping because his eyes are sunken. She remembers that there was a time when he was growing up that he was afraid to sleep. Afraid what he would see if he did. Jack doesn't remember having nightmares, but Beverly does and knows he got through it. She believes he will get through what troubles him now and urges him to talk to her about it. All the stress, meeting his father attempts on his life, they were all affecting him. She then notes the four dead changelings and wonders how he knew they were all changelings. With tears in his eyes, Jack confesses he didn't know they were changelings (laughs) and he thinks there's something very, very wrong (laughs) with him.
1: They were changelings?
0: That's the end of the episode. What'd you think?
1: I mean, it was all right i love i love the reintroduction of i love uh, bringing roe back even though they fucking killed her which yeah uh, that was
0: that was yeah, okay
1: yeah i mean Ro lauren r.i.p um but it was it was a it was a surprise i didn't know if like oh, that were, was a
0: huge surprise to me too yeah i uh, didn't yeah. know if
1: they were if uh if uh picard season three was actually going to surprise me because i remember them saying like you know well, you got people that are going to surprise you i'm like yeah right
0: yeah
1: and uh because like, they
0: announced everyone else like moriarty lore shit like
1: yeah that. so i was like oh who are they going to bring back and then like they actually-
0: Ro- rose actually that was a legitimate surprise for me too i was yeah.
1: like
0: yo what they you know I looked, like looked up and it was the same actress i'm like damn yeah dude, they done did it
1: well now if now if they bring back the ds9 crew mm-hmm. i will be very surprised
0: very surprised, and I will
1: love that. I will like it. Just makes sense. You're gonna if if you're gonna have like changelings and potentially the paw race, mm-hmm. you gotta bring back. You gotta bring back. Uh, that like, that would be insane if they actually get Avery Brooks three reprise roll.
0: That I would i would love that more than anything that
1: would be absolutely fucking bonkers and i probably will lose my mind yeah
0: i mean I, i'm gonna lose all my cum is what's yeah. gonna happen it's just gonna start spilling down my leg
1: yeah I'm, i'll come in and you're just like you're just like a sunken husk like, <laughs> cheeks are sunken in I'm like gotta get gotta get bread yeah. some water
0: Pour it on me like a plant rehydrate me
1: just drag you to your tub.
0: Just, <laughs> just like. Put, put my dick in the tub. <laughs> I'll <And> just starts <laughs>
1: drinking like, a, like an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I rehydrate like one of the, the dinosaur pills you throw in the bathtub.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a fat tick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my dick has been accused of that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been called the fat tick, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because it's blue and talks like Patrick Warburton and has
1: eight appendages. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those are just the hairs and the man. They're, they're really thick hairs already. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, uh. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. It's a, yeah. a decent episode. Yeah. Um. I mean, I. I. Yeah. I like. I still like what's going on on the Titan and all that, mm. and I still hate what's going on. On Motless Prime and all that,
1: I, I feel like the Raffi storyline is getting dumber. It, no, and, straight up, it, and,
0: like so. It's weird. You see these two converging storylines where one is consistent and getting better, yeah, which is what's happening on the Titan, and the other is like just like keeps on somehow getting worse, yeah. even though it started out bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, and,
1: and yeah, that's the thing. Like on the Titan stuff, like you know Shaw was a nice surprise, and I'm actually surprised I don't hate jack crusher i thought i was gonna hate him
0: yeah, he's fine he's fine i mean I'm, I'm not big into you the know
1: karate the karate shit the,
0: the karate shit whatever um i mean yeah constantly holding guns at each other is yeah. something that's really starting to bother me here yeah just because i got it's like, really bad in this episode yeah it was really bad i mean it's uh that's one thing i i, I feel like last episode no one held a gun at someone else i, guess, I don't yeah. think
1: oh uh, well they, they killed the changeling
0: oh that's true no yeah. fuck that what wait yeah that was last episode shit yeah never mind every single goddamn episode someone's holding a fucking phaser to someone yeah phaser Someone threatening head. to kill someone or yeah. uh, whatever yeah. it's like you can you can literally you can make great like high-stakes stuff without literally holding a gun to someone's head mm-hmm. i mean and that's
1: the that's- thing like that's that shows like that they were able to build like adequate tension mm-hmm. and excitement mm-hmm. and There wasn't, but there wasn't that many gun, you don't even remember the gun scenes because the gun scenes just like phase through you almost where it's just like, it it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. And -hmm. it's just, I feel it's like, I feel it's like, um, I feel it's like a shorthand for tension yeah. and instead of actually writing like a tense scene with dialogue, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's just like fucking like, oh, we're going to hold a gun. And that's just like, just like the cheat code Mm -hmm. to make it, to make a tense scene. And I, and, and, and and doesn't really pay off too much for me. Like, no i and and that's what the last episode i think that uh, didn't have too much gun holding because we didn't have a Raffy scene <laughs> like, like i was actually halfway afraid like since we didn't have any Raffy last episode i thought this was going to be all 24 shit that would so, have
0: and, and you you actually told me that when i when you came here because you hadn't watched the episode yet and mm-hmm. and i told you if that was the case if we got a Raffy only episode you would still be knocking on the door and I would, <laughs> I would be lying in a pool of my own blood with a large knife or razor blade right next to me. <laughs> yeah. Like there would be no podcast. I'm sorry. No, no, I, 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 I apologize to listeners in advance. If they do do an all Rafi episode, the podcast is over because <laughs> my life is ended. Yes. And I, I apologize, but you know, you should really be looking to, um, uh <laughs> but thankfully
1: at this point it doesn't seem like that will be an all raffi because it does seem like with the events like it does seem like um um this is where wharf raffi and the titan um stories collide
0: right and so uh maybe we should talk about that we are at the halfway point now mm-hmm. five episodes in we have five episodes left mm-hmm. like by the runtime by everything we are halfway there living on a prayer do you feel like this is a good halfway point do you th- think this is where like is this where you thought we would be coming into it
1: oh well i wasn't expecting it to be actually be a be this coherent but, yeah me neither but neither. um i kind of like where it's I, it's I still don't like how they're dragging out like what the fuck's going on with jack or what why jack's important like mm-hmm. i feel like at five episodes like constantly teasing that he's somehow this special boy, mm-hmm. and we're just now kind of you know we're seeing like oh he has these weird stupid visions and his eyes turn red and all that shit like mm-hmm. I think I need a little bit more to to yeah
0: there's there there I hope there's meat on that bone um, yeah and I hope it's like a good reveal with what they're doing like if it is like the paw wraiths that is the sickest idea ever and like I support that
1: it would make sense that like the paw race would have a way of like of like um appealing to the changelings if mm-hmm. so the changelings have to come through the wormhole right and so like you could see it like it, that makes sense why they like and they both are had an enemy with starfleet and so
0: here's here's an idea hmm. jack crusher is a changeling i, I was thinking but, that. but he's from the great link he's like he's against he's a good changeling mm. right and, and he's like, actually odo <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's actually yeah. not a terrible idea. Cause I mean, changelings can live indefinitely. Like the, as they said, there's no way really to tell without like a full scan, whether or not someone's a changeling. Now mm. he has visions, which could be the great link connect like talking to him. Mm. Like there's a lot of possibility there. And I, I actually like that more than Picard has a son. Yeah. I, yeah. I like, Oh, how about this? He's a changeling beverly's a changeling
1: oh yeah 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 i was th- i was thinking that like they're both they're they're like they both like they found like um beverly crusher dead and just took her position
0: yeah we found love in a lonely place you know what yeah. they say mm.
1: and they were just like and yeah and, and she just constantly they still living as beverly mm-hmm. and that also explains why they had so many um like mementos like that, especially in the beginning, right? Right, because they that's
0: the way they build their personality.
1: Yeah, and they wanted to be act. They wanted to have all the information about who they need, were going to reach out to, and they needed to reach out to, um, to, uh, to Picard. So they were researching Picard, and
0: yeah, you know what? That's my favorite theory for this. Mm-hmm. Jack, Jack Crusher is a changeling that is being contacted by the Paw race. Mm.
1: I like that. Yeah, and if they fucking bring back. Avery Brooks as as Captain Cisco
0: or O'Brien
1: or O'Brien we could use either Quark Kira
0: they already did Quark and Kira yeah but we we, we I mean we we always love them back, we always love them back I'm a fucking uh De Boer like fucking Ezri. that'd be sick that'd be sick as far as we know esri's still in in Starfleet oh,
1: yeah we can have Bashir Bashir still looks good oh
0: fucking uh he he actually said that he does, he's not really that interested in coming back for Star Trek mm. so he was recently asked about um the section thirty one show yeah and if he'd be interested in heading it up since like obviously um you know too expensive to make now yeah michelle Yeoh is now michelle yo is best yeah. actress
1: winner <laughs> <So> <laughs> which i like, mean
0: uh yeah uh kudos to her awesome yeah. job yeah love love that we'd yeah. love to see a queen win
1: yeah nah, yeah that's uh, hopefully they scrapped it but then again they don't need they don't necessarily need her i mean they have like that guy that was um the klingon boyfriend um, ash tyler michael is that what his name was yeah ash tyler yeah i mean i think they they were teasing that he would also he would be in a section 31 show with her no
0: yeah no no one likes him no one likes him he was, e- he was even he was, people who like discovery don't like him <laughs> yeah it's just like he's not that charismatic no he's, he's boring to watch and he's like his characters that was like, the
1: worst relationship to watch on 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 screen i think like yeah that was at difficult. least with like at least with like you know like some of the other one, you know chakotay and seven of nine that was like one episode
0: yeah but that still sucked that still killed <laughs> every like that's still yeah. the worst ship ever
1: yeah it was the worst ship but like the discovery one went on for an entire season mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was awful
0: yeah and it was like that sucked too because he was like he was uh a, a former klingon that was reconstructed to be a human mm-hmm. but he still didn't like fuck like a klingon or nothing i guess not and it sucks man Sucks to suck. Sucks to have weak dick game, Ash Tyler. Which dick game. Weak dick game. Um, yeah, but I thought this episode was all right overall. Mm-hmm. Once again, I like what's going on in the Titan. Once again, I hate what's going on with Raffy. Hey,
1: but it's also, despite the Raffy stuff, despite the 24 bullshit, this is still, like, miles ab- uh, ahead of fucking seasons one and two. Right. In terms but- of just, like execution storytelling and everything else at the same time characters
0: i'm gonna put this out there uh nothing they've done so far has been nearly as good as strange new worlds no no and so i'm gonna give this one a five and a half Eh, which i I think still keeps my average well above five yeah which i fear
1: Mm -hmm. just wait they're gonna bring they're gonna bring cisco back and you're just gonna be like Turn out of turns. Yeah, the, the
0: <laughs> like the, the the last five episodes are gonna be like Cisco and O'Brien and the Holodeck playing baseball, and I'm gonna like no,
1: <laughs> just shrivel up like a prune.
0: Yeah, like they're just gonna kill off all of the TNG cast next episode, <laughs> except for Riker, who like starts a competing baseball team against Cisco, and that's the rest of this show.
1: Oh, Riker goes and finds his transporter twin uh mm. thomas and then they they decide to join forces oh. and then like and then they join once up- the
0: pitcher once the catcher i yeah. see what you're saying they, they have gay sex
1: and they join up <laughs> with uh cisco cisco, cisco like uh, uh re, re like forms out of thin air just goes mm-hmm. and like and takes physical form again to help destroy that no out the pot race. i'm
0: sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i figured it out okay huh. here's here's what the rest of the season is Avery Brooks on piano.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Vic Fontaine's still alive, isn't he? The actor who plays Vic Fontaine.
0: I want to say he died pretty recently, unfortunately. Mm. I think. Um, But you know who we have? Mm. We got fucking Brent Spiner. He's right there, baby. We saw him do show tunes.
1: And you know what? If if they're going to be in the holodeck, that would make sense. A way a good way of bringing data back.
0: I've Just talked like, about this at length. This is <laughs> this is my copyrighted idea. <laughs> nobody, nobody give Pat credit for this. Nobody. The best way you can possibly use Brent Spiner in Star Trek, if mm-hmm. you choose to use him, is make him a Vic Fontaine type character. Mm-hmm. Put him on the holodeck. Say that the Soongs like. Helps create holodeck technology, so that's why he's fucking there. And then he can croon, do Vic Fontaine shit.
1: Do that uh, awful um, racist Asian impression he did when he was getting. Um, when he was getting. Remember uh, he had the big buck teeth.
0: No, what? When?
1: Went, uh, with uh, Joe Piscopo. And no. When he was I'd... learning about comedy, Data was learning about comedy.
0: I don't remember that at all. That's was amazing. Was he doing it or
1: he just had like big buck teeth, I think?
0: I think he had big. I don't think it was intentionally. Uh, like. Although like we should sl- go back and watch, and <laughs> yeah. now now I'm curious because I don't think he did like an oh, you was just doing big a racist buck teeth. thing, yeah, big yeah. buck teeth, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But that Joe Piscopo, I, the bringing Joe Piscopo as like an that was a on
0: great comedy. idea, yeah. Because Joe Piscopo, you know, he's still known as like a top tier comedian, yeah, <laughs> very relevant comedian. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, we saw we saw Brent Spiner do like a Vic Fontaine.
0: Yeah. Presentation
1: at, at live. That was it was pretty good, I thought.
0: I liked it. It was fine. <laughs> I he embarrassed him. me afterwards, so. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> that.
1: So he's dead to me, so. Yeah,
0: we have feelings. Yeah. We have feelings around here on that. Yeah, I feel. You, I feel, you, I feel you. Yeah. Well, I guess with that, it's time for us to warp away. Be well. Travel safe. And as uh Soytrek rule of ass lick Position. Number forty eleven says. Um if it leaking white, it's all right.
1: If it if it doing cream and I don't know. (laughs) We all scream for ice cream. We all scream for cream.
0: We all scream for ass cream.
1: All All right, with that. Thanks for checking with us, soy boys, girls, and other worldly beans. Hang
0: Dong and Shocker. <laughs> soy, 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 soy Soy, 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 soy. soy, soy. Fucking
2: shit.